0: Jump to the Day One podcast, the, the podcast, podcast where we will embark on a journey to be one with Christ, with Christ in our everyday lives as human beings. I am your host Samantha P. Laguerre, and welcome back to another episode.
1: The wheels on the bus go round and round. The love of Jesus all around. Search party over, souls been found. Paid my rent, I'm no more bound.
0: Friends, welcome back to Reflections of Conversation with Friends. It is season three finale, and we are talking holy but horny. So Reflections of Conversation with Friends is just a series that we host on the Being One podcast where we just have special friends that come together to have certain types of conversations. It is is not scripted. We're just genuinely having a conversation, and we are just inviting you to be a part of it. So today... We are having our most anticipated conversation, and this conversation has to do with all things relationships, sex, marriage, dating, and the whole nine, okay? And so we have special friends that are joining us tonight. We have actually our co-host, which is Monica Took. She's been here before. She is a common friend. Go ahead and introduce yourself, Monica.
2: Hey, y'all. My name is Monica. Um, Y'all, I'm the child of God, okay? That's pretty much all I got to say right now. um, I call myself a firecracker for Christ. So if that comes out, just don't mind me, okay? Just let the Holy Spirit do what he do. Um, But I'm excited to be here. I'm excited for this conversation. Let's go, part three. Yes.
0: (laughs) And then we have... I'm um, Tyra and Darius Stark. I was the maid of honor at their wedding, okay? Um, so please go ahead and introduce yourself. Darius is his first time on the podcast. We've had Tyra before, but Darius is new, so please. That's crazy.
1: I mean, think this is my first time.
3: Man. I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm the talker. Um, hey, everyone. I'm Tyra Stark.
1: I'm Darius Stark.
3: And we've been married for a year and are affecting... So, I apologize in advance. I have to get up and use the restroom in the middle of this. Um, but, yeah, so um, my honey bunny. Where the start.
1: Gotta <laughs> be on the show Yes. Nice.
3: I think last time we were on here, well, I was on here. You, I didn't know you, I don't think.
1: You, you, you did you, you
3: I? You were
1: dating. You were? Yeah, you were talking about marriage. I did? <laughs> 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 I, like, I don't know.
0: <laughs> All right, and then we have the newly engaged couple in town, Jasmine and Xavier. Jasmine has been here before. She was on season one. So she again, we know we know her, but we do not know Xavier. So please introduce yourselves. Thank you guys so much. Yes, it was it was crackling a little bit. So I don't know if you guys want to redo that a little. Bit.
4: Sure, can you hear me?
0: Yes, better. Perfect. Oh,
4: okay, perfect. Okay, again. Hi guys, it's Jasmine and Xavier. We are engaged, the soon-to-be Josephs. Um, We're just glad to be here, and we are riding this journey out with the Lord to the wedding day and after. And so, yeah, thank you for having us. Yes.
0: Okay. So, Monica, we're going to just be bouncing back and forth. It is a conversation, so please don't just expect us to just ask questions. I want you guys to just converse as though we were on a FaceTime call um, but before we got on, Tyra had a comment, and I want you to make this comment live, please.
3: <laughs> well, this morning, me and Dennis were talking about, we were like, um, well, what are what are me and you want to talk about? Because it's okay when we're horny because we can act on it. <laughs> so I was like, huh? So yeah, he was like, well, maybe she's going to ask us about like past times, I guess. And I was like, Oh, yeah, that makes sense, because I was like, I mean, yeah, we held out for so long that uh when you hardly you just get it in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, want Monica, I want Monica to comment on that.
2: Well, I do actually still have a question for y'all, okay? Um yes. But let's just jump right in. Let's just do it. Let's do it. So... I'm curious. I know that you all can act on it. Praise God. That just there's been fire. <laughs> Praise God. <Thank> <laughs> <laughs> now I do have a question though, because now are y'all always in the mood? Like, is it sometimes like where one is in the mood and one is not? And if so, how do y'all deal with that? Like, you know, Tyrese, oh, at okay. a moment where you like, no, nah, not right now, or whatever. How do y'all deal with that? You want to start off? Absolutely. I mean. Um even
3: pregnancy, it got even not I don't want to use the word worse, but um sex drive for me like first trimester, even sometimes now because I just feel like I'm like so big. <laughs> so it's like sometimes I'm just so tired. So I, I would definitely say during pregnancy it highlighted more to where it's like maybe he might be in the mood and I'm not. Um or it could be because I work from home, so He's been out all night. He at works an hour away, so by, by the time I'm, like, in the mood, he may be, like, super tired from, like, a long day, 12, 14-hour shift. So, yeah, absolutely. Definitely, like, have times when we are both maybe tired of one of the others, feeling it more than the other. I will say, if he's... I would say, if you're tired, though, like, you still get it. Like, I think you still get it more than me. Like, I'm, like... you. I saw a reel and was, like, this... The different pajamas that women wear to let the man know if she's in her mood, do not bother her. She's not in the mood, but she got them satin on. <laughs> okay, the green light that you can test the waters a little bit. <laughs> so satin pajamas. <laughs> I was like I haven't seen. <laughs> yeah, I gotta I got notice them. You man. know. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. Okay. Anyways, or like the lingerie. Like if I'm like, okay, I'm feeling lingerie. You know, whatever. But no. you know,
1: I, I agree though, because yeah, sometimes when you're working a long day at long shifts, that's how you don't really get moved But um, I know sometimes we make it a the time. Before. Try and build that during the week. Yeah. So we won't lose that connection. You know? Sometimes uh-huh. you can be so invested with life that you forget. I hate
3: the word scheduling though. I don't like that word. Yeah. It's like like we'll wake up and be like, okay, today yeah.
1: That's scheduling <laughs> still. Right. Still
3: <laughs> <scheduled>. Yeah,
1: yes,
3: <yeah, laughs> but it sounds so bad. But I mean, I mean I know because I it might be some people that may have questions like them because I think isn't there a script correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know, it's a scripture where it's like, you know, women can't deny their man. Um, so I do be having that scripture in the back of my mind sometimes, but, like, life, life liking sometimes, and all that, like, 24, 7, 7 days a week, that is, to me, unrealistic,
2: to me. I think this is good, I think this is good, <laughs> because the last, we on, mm-hmm. the last time we were on, the last time we were on, Tower, you were single, and we were talking, all of us were talking about the urges that we feel. And it's like almost when you're single, it's like, oh, I just want to jump on it. You know what I mean? But now that you're married, you're admitting that there are times where you're not necessarily in the mood. And I like that concept because it causes us to think, well, when one person is uh, sexually aroused and the other person is not, in your singleness, you had to learn how to even have some self-control during that time. So I even want to talk about that a little bit too, because let's say Darius is in the mood, but you're not right? How, how how do you control yourself to not go act on what it is that you're feeling in that moment?
1: I think it was a show like marriage is kind of taboo a little bit because people think that we get in marriage, it's a constant thing of sex going on constantly and that's not the case because like, like she said, a lot of times she might be in the mood. I might not be in the mood. I might be in the mood sometimes. She might not be in the mood. But it kind of goes back to dating yeah, um, because when you when, you
3: were, when, we when we were home, waiting, we yeah. were
1: waiting, It was a lot it was, harder.
3: It was hard, yeah. And now it's
1: kind of gotten a lot easier because I understand her more and I've Got that connection right now so mm-hmm. I understand. You know, saying the times when she's not in the mood, I, I got to be respectful. Of that it's kind of like sacrifice, yeah. sacrifice.
3: And but but then there are sometimes like if he's not in, like if he's in the mood and I'm not, it'll take me like ten minutes. I'm like, let me just mm-hmm. go ahead and. My husband had a long day, you know, but I mean, it's, I would say that was kind of like before I got pregnant, pregnancy, I straight up was just like, I'm tired. And he understood that. Like we had a conversation. I was like, I'm not, you know, denying you or anything. I'm just like, my body physically just does not want to do it. And I think because we had such a strong, um, when we were dating, courting, engaged, we had to withhold ourselves and stuff we got to know each other on a more emotional, mental, spiritual level. So, like, sex was some, for some couples, sex is, like, the only thing they have in common. So, if it changes, now you mad. Or now you, and your feelings. Because y'all ain't got nobody, nothing else to talk about. Like, yeah. don't read the was, word or something. Right. Right. So, I think, that's another great reason to wait in a relationship. If you're courting, dating, is because there are going to be some times. And then our marriage, our pastor told us there's going to be times when, like, he's at his sexual peak. Being in like your age now, we get in our sexual peaks when we are in the our forties. Yeah. So this situation may arise again when I'm forty and I want to do it every single day, and he's like midlife crisis and don't want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. This yeah.
0: Is a, Sam, you want to pick up? Pick up so I'm glad you asked. Oh, that. Ooh. I'm glad you asked that question because I was going to ask that. I think that there's this misconception that oh, um, self control goes out the window when you're married. Um, it's something that should be practiced when you're single, and it's just like, okay, well, we're married now, so like we don't ha- we don't have you know those those problems, which is not necessarily the case there are married couples that do have an issue with self-control. And it's evident when we see that one goes out on the other or whatever the case may be. So I think that it is vital that when we are in a season of singleness, that when we practice self-control, that this is something, there's a habit that we are establishing, like there's a way in which we're living. And so even in marriage, it still applies because if one, like Tyra Darius, one wants it, one doesn't want, what the other one's supposed to do. You know what I mean? Like if they were used to um, like acting out on their urges, like d- when they were single and things like that, then, then what happens in marriage? And that's why I'm so big on that, even as a single and like dating and stuff like that is because it's like, if you cannot show me that for one, um, the scripture says that it says marriage is to be honored by all. And the, the marriage bed is undefiled and so it's like even if we're not married we're even though we're not married and yet we're acting you know sexually or or we're engaging in, in sexual activities whatever the case may be that 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 shows me that even if we were to be married I can't trust that you won't be going outside of the marriage for sexual activity you know what I mean because it was being done prior to the marriage and so I think that there's sometimes a misconception with oh, self-control goes out the window when we're married. So I'm glad that you asked that question and they were able to shed light to that. I also wanted to add that um, I feel like there's this pressure on women where it's like the scripture where Paul was talking about, oh, like, you know, don't um, resist your husband or, you know, don't hold out or whatever the case may be. I want to shed light to that because My understanding is that when he was when he was addressing it, it was because they were they thought like having sex was kind of against God. And so they were on like on some we're going to fast and we're not going to have sex because we want to be holy. And so he's like, no, like, don't get it twisted. Like, no, you are to have sex. Like, don't resist each other like why are y'all married you know what I mean so I just wanted to bring that because I think there's like this pressure of like oh we can't resist like if we're tired whatever the case may be but that wasn't it it was like they literally were not having sex at all so I just wanted to say that but I know that Jasmine and Xavier just got engaged and I know that they probably have questions for Tyra and Darius because you guys were dating and now it's like okay now we're engaged but we're still not married so like what, what do we do with this <laughs> so please talk.
4: Um, I you have anything. I'm just laughing. I, I'm smiling and, and joy because I'm just like man. Can, can, okay, I'm just laughing because uh, one Xavier has. I don't know if y'all hear his commentary, but he's just mm-hmm to everything that everybody's saying. He's like, "Yep, mm-hmm, yep." I'm ready, like, and I just think that is so funny. But yeah, I'm like I should be taking notes because. I feel like right now I'm still on the like single side. Like that Monica was like, when we were single, we were like, we're ready. Like I'm still there. (laughs) But I think that we're going to also have to navigate on like, you know, our schedules. Like I'm in school to be an attorney. I'm going to be an attorney by the time that we're married. Xavier works full time over 40 hours a week um, in his job. So I just know that, you know, with timing that's going to be a thing early in our relationships as well as um, just like balancing, like honoring, like his tiredness, my tiredness, where we are in life, and things like that. So, I mean, I already appreciate what like Tyron Darius said because I think it just really like is just going to be conversations for us. Right. But right now, seven days a week is my goal, and I'm just like,
3: now, I'm not gonna lie, we first get married. It's like, what?
1: Boom, boom, boom.
3: And yeah, and so I have. <laughs> I have moments when I'm like, this is how we have a little baby start because I was off work for two weeks. This is when I'm not working. When I have <laughs> It's
1: really her fault. I hope was
3: hope. on 10, the whole two weeks of Christmas break. And he's like, babe, I need a oh, day man. off. <laughs> so I need a you will have, yeah, those moments. But I do think, I think and maybe social media pressure maybe is what well, maybe get some people kind of thinking like, oh, I, I gotta lose this couple things, but they they are sex magnets and I have to do this all the time. And it's like you got with everything, you gotta do what's best for your marriage. Right. How we do things it may not, you know, for some people have start team I some people have parts of the day that works better for them. I am an afternoon girl. Do not come to me when I am freshly out the shower and my pajamas with my head bonnet on. <laughs> Cause I'm gonna be looking like like who's about to take another shower? Like I just I've already done it. <laughs> I mean I will, but I'm done. You go a lot of these. Pieces. No, I'm not lying. <laughs> what, I'm saying, what I'm saying is I'm a, I, but I prefer afternoon because you can still take your shower and be done with the rest of the shower <laughs> you know? I know, you. I know. I know. No, that's you too though. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Next question. Really? So what's the truth? What's the truth? <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh there is
3: I was showing that man in the I love it,
2: Um, but you all said something that was so powerful, right, um, and that we can all take from singles, engaged, but you have to understand each other, you have to know each other, right, you have to know each other's triggers, you have to know each other's cues, you have to know that time, There's you got to know afternoon is the time, you know what I mean, you got to know, don't hit me in the morning, like, don't try it, oh, so I think, <laughs> So that's so important too, because even in your singleness and even when you all got engaged, you had to take intentional time to get to know your partner, but it doesn't end when you get married. There's still another level that you have to unlock. So I love, love, love that. Now for Jasmine and Xavier... I want to dive into this just a little bit because you all freshly transitioned from single to officially engaged. Right. And I'm just curious, like, has something shifted in you all where maybe the sexual arousal is like off the charts, or maybe it's like, we almost there. We almost at the finish line. Like, I just can't wait to get there. Like, what is it that you all are experiencing and how, what strategies are you all putting in place to help you navigate this new journey?
5: Um, Honestly, it's like, a, it's like a race to the finish line. And if you've seen people work out, they have those restraint bands on them. And you're so close, but that restraint of temptation is right there for you, trying to, trying to keep you from getting to where you need to be. And honestly, I, I'm going to be 100. I'm really attracted to it, as, as you all know, obviously. <laughs> but trying to stay away... It's getting even more difficult as the time counts down and January is right around the corner, but my body's telling me that. You're
4: telling like... people when we get married. Didn't, we didn't drop that yet, but this is a surprise for the live, I guess. We're getting married in January. Okay. It's, um,
5: it's like it's, it's, it's just difficult because you want you want to do it, but at the same time, you want to honor God in what you're doing and trying, trying to finish the race of, you know, Engagement and everything to that point, it's, it's it's honestly just just draining. But you just got to do it because you have a bigger purpose in honoring God and respecting the temple that is your significant other. I I
2: love
4: it. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna add to that because um, you asked like, what type of things are we trying to like keep in place? Because it it's so funny because the day that I got engaged, like Tyra was warning me and was just like all right now it's gonna get harder and I was like no it's fine we're on cloud nine like but we already knew when like, when we were gonna get married so I was like okay July to January like it's fine and woo it was like two weeks and I was like we have so long to go yeah. and it got really really hard so um it definitely has gotten harder and it definitely requires us to like stronger boundaries than we had before and so it's so funny because we're doing this live right now and we're at my house so that we can have a central place to do it um but we don't live together and one of the rules is he can't come inside this house right. and that's as strict as we had to get because realistically as it gotten as it has gotten harder we have to create boundaries such as maybe doing things in public doing things with other couples and so my house because it's more private um And sometimes we don't have other people here. It's even difficult for us to do, be here by ourselves. So little things like that, we had to learn throughout the time. And so that's like one of our um, ways of trying to just like honor God a little bit. And my mom is here too. That kind of like helps us out to like not, you know, fall into anything, but yeah, creating those different types of accountability because without it your own strength won't do it so it's like we really really have to create those boundaries and sometimes we still slip up and then we have to revamp those boundaries and go to god and be like hey how can we fix this and we've had times where we like have to pray over our you know places in which you know it are difficult for us like maybe a house or a car stuff like that we have to pray over these things so we don't get tempted in those places when we are by ourselves and so that's kind I of what
3: just, we were just talking about that um before the live with my brother he was over here helping us with furniture and he was saying too and him and his wife got engaged it was so much harder I ain't gonna lie me and Darius was this close I was going to the courthouse <laughs> because it was hard I had the we you know, our first apartment I moved in first. And so, he would come over, obviously, after work, you know, stuff like that, and he would hate to leave me. Like, I don't want to leave you in this apartment by yourself. And so, it really got hard. So, at one point, we were like, oh, we're going to just <laughs> elope, <eat up." laughs> just so he can, like, move in. Um, but, and then you get those thoughts, you honestly you get those thoughts, you like, well, we engage now. We ain't going nowhere. We know we ain't going nowhere, you know. And so, but again, honor, I, I'm not going to sit here and hold you. When we were engaged, the fact that I was making content about waiting that was holding me accountable. I was like, "Tired, he got, yeah, yeah he being no hypocrite." <laughs> so that was holding me accountable was making those reels and to to continue to remind me. So, yeah, don't feel like y'all the only ones that it has been hard ever since the next step of engagement because it does um but keep strong with the lord because that i think that's what help does i know that's what help does because we wanted that end goal to be we made it we yeah. made marriage that Ooh. was the goal. and that we i know will make god so proud wait so i have a question where's her hair like she in class <laughs> <laughs> So I have a question.
0: Okay, so are we opposed? Like, for example, like you guys were like, oh, we were tempted to just go ahead and elope, just go ahead and go to the courthouse. We're going to still have the wedding. Like, are we
4: opposed that? Because I, yeah. I don't know. The way my wedding is still 50-50, no, I'm not opposed to it. I was not opposed to eloping at all. I had a serious, because um, I'm in, I'm in school right now and my law school actually ends in May. So I'm getting married before I'm, I'm done with school. So eloping has been in my mind since we decided we were getting married. Mm-hmm. And so, and that was conversations even before the engagement, before like, you know, um, wedding planning even started. Um, and I had to have a serious talk with God about it because I was like, man, I felt like there was a stigma. Um, I felt like for different reasons. I felt like one, my family would be like disappointed or my family and the culture behind my family, like the Haitian culture, like they want actual weddings. They don't believe in courthouse stuff. Like, that was one. And then two, I was like, man, like I actually do want to celebrate with friends and family, um, but maybe I can't afford it. So like, is it a financial, is it dumb to like pay for a wedding? Or there were so many thoughts that came to my mind and I literally prayed to God. And he was just like, man, there's a difference between a wedding and a marriage. And I'm just going to keep on. And God told me that so clear. And he was just like, you're focusing on the wedding and I'm trying to prepare you for a marriage. And so that freed me from the whole, like, limiting myself from like getting eloped and we talked about it and he was actually team elope um more than i was because he was like we can get married tomorrow (laughs) and i was just like (laughs) (laughs) so um i think that that's a serious conversation to have because a lot of the um the worries and concerns that i had with eloping was from societal Mm -hmm. reasonings and i think that god can honor the marriage in any like if your ceremony recognizes him your ceremony can look any way yeah.
0: so what about we got engaged next week we go get married at the courthouse we have sex and then we have a wedding in like seven eight months a year from now like do we feel like how do you feel about that
3: mm. <laughs> I mean, well, when you get that marriage license you low-key you're yeah. married right, low key. right. Yeah, very
0: happy, really. Maya, listen, because it's the way I just
3: feel like, yeah. Um.
4: Yeah. I think it's tough because I think from our situation, what made it more difficult is we got our date, we prayed for our date as well. So, I mean, I, like, God revealed our date to us, um, before, like whether we did it in the courthouse or if we had an actual ceremony. And so I think that in the process of you getting the marriage license before and then having sex before and then getting, like having a public wedding later, just remember that whenever you do decide to have that ceremony, whether it be just a courthouse or whatever, you do it in front of God so that it is honored in that moment. Um, And then, you know, just, you know, make sure that that day, whether it be when you get the license or after is something that you allow God into as well. Cause I do think that he wants to be a part
3: of that day. So right, 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 right. I was going to say like, when our thoughts of eloping, that was totally flesh. God ain't supposed to do that. <laughs> no, yeah, no. We had already prayed on the day, it was like July 30th. We had already prayed on that. So we were just wanting to elope because our hormones were flying. And we was like, well, I'd rather elope and get do it right than messed up so that's so good that you mentioned that jazz because i think i i believe you should every little minor detail even when it comes to the wedding should be prayed about um everything so us not have like if we did not wait to july thirty, we definitely would have been in flesh for sure Mm
2: -hmm. i love 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 that you brought that out because we will make that decision (laughs) quick Okay, because of flesh, you know what I mean? Like, let's just get this thing over with, let's get it done. But we got to bring in that old word, which is obedience, right? Mm-hmm. And we got to understand that that's the foundation of anything, right? So if we started on flesh, then guess what? It- flesh can be the very thing to end that thing too so you don't want to jump into it based on those emotions or those feelings or those desires or those urges right um and also um sam i'm sure we're gonna get into the single side in a second but we also have to understand what's causing the horniness like of course sometimes you have that not just sometimes it's natural right hormonal all that good stuff but some of it's self-inflicted so you also have to pay attention to what is causing that sexual arousal and and sometimes it's what you're watching watching is what you're listening to It's what you're feeding yourself is who you're listening to it's who you're around you know so those things have to be taken into consideration as well because you don't want to jump into a marriage prematurely because of horniness when god is saying no i've called you to be holy which i think it's even important that we just ask the question and answer what does holiness even mean because if we're talking about holy but horny let's talk about holiness first so we can combat the horniness all right okay. so let's just go around what is what does it mean to be holy
1: that's
0: good. I would I would I would say before they answer. Um, <clears throat> so even in even in the title, holy but horny, it goes to show that it's not it's not one or the other. Like it's not like as Christians, right? It's not like okay, oh my gosh, like I'm I'm I don't like the word horny. I prefer sexually aroused. So I like Monica was starting with that, so I'm gonna finish with it. Like sexually, like sexually aroused. So it doesn't mean that I'm not holy. Um, the scripture says, um, God said, be holy as I am holy. And so I feel like once you make the decision that I am holy as my father is holy, I am holy. The question or the the subject or the topic here really is about keeping our purity. Um, And so it's not, we're not so, right. So it's not like you're sexually aroused. And now it's like, oh my gosh, am I really saved? oh my gosh, am I holy? Like, I can't talk to nobody because I'm feeling some type of way. So I must not be holy. No, like Monica said, it is natural. But what am I doing to make sure that I am pure, right? Like the boundaries and things like that. So I just wanted to say that it's not, we're not fighting, it's not in competition. The, the holiness and the whoriness is not competition. It's a matter of being
3: pure, but you can go ahead, Tyra. Oh, me. <laughs> <That's> an <answer. laughs> oh, you, you about to say something. I, feel I was like.
1: going to say, really, the holiness is purity, like Samantha said. like If you keep on feeding certain music and stuff in your mind, it's going to continue to sexually arouse your flesh. Yeah. <laughs> Especially mm-hmm. when you're around your spouse or anybody else that maybe like like, say your partner, you're going to get sexually aroused. Because mm-hmm. that's what you're feeding your soul. It all depends on what you're feeding your soul. What's on the inside of you is really going to come out, especially when you're dating somebody. So if you keep on feeding that stuff on the inside of you that's saying, I want to have sex with this female, with this to this female, then that's what you're going
2: to find
1: around your female. You know what I'm saying? So that's my
3: thing. Yeah, I, just, I think holiness is honestly just going to do the Lord today. Um, and, and again, like purity. I hearing a lot of things that like, um, some people may, you know, they may not drink or, you know, like for me, I really, I've been so sensitive to like what I watch on TV and what I listen to. Darius makes fun of me all the time because all I do these days watch The Golden Girls. And I'm like, because I don't know what else to watch. just so much craziness on TV that these four old ladies... Are my entertainment right now? Um, so I think just being sensitive to, um, like what you put in your spirit, listening to the Holy Spirit, and what He is guiding you to do, I think all that falls under the holiness part. We're not perfect. We're not always going to get it right. Um, the arousals they they are normal. I mean, for goodness sake, God created it. So, um, and you know, but the world tainted it. You know sent into the world and it and it became like, you know, something that God intended to be so precious. You know, so there's something wrong with the arousal, but just being obedient. It, it, even the word obedience I think goes under holiness. Like just being obedient to what God is telling you to do, who to talk to, who to be with, where to go, all that goes under that. It's not holiness is not equate to perfect. I think we, need to understand that we're going to still mess up in life um, there may maybe times where I'm super mad at him Um am I walking in holiness then you know so it's like okay maybe not in that moment but the moment I take some self-reflection and be like okay I apologize like that could be holiness too so I feel like that word is just such a big umbrella that can fall under at the end of the day just doing what God says, following his ways, following his path, being more like Christ at the end of the day. I love
2: it. I love the maturity. I love the Yes, yes, yes. All right. Talk to us, Jasmine, Xavier.
5: I mean, to piggyback on what they said, I mean, it's just obedience and choosing God over it's choosing God over oh, I want to have sex with this individual or I want to go out, do this, whatever. That is not an act of being image of Christ. You have to live like Christ in order to walk with him. You know, I can't just walk with her nonchalantly. I have to get to know her. I have to be one with her in order to understand this is how we're going to move and this is where we're going to go and this is how we're going to get there. So it all just stems on just following the guidelines that's set for us.
4: Amen. (laughs) I agree. Um, I, I really like, um, that we added the word purity as well because in this context i think that holiness is doing your best to honor god (laughs) like it really is and i think that purity we have like what purity culture says it is and throughout this whole relationship i have learned that purity culture and actual my actual purity walk are two different things um purity culture just told me to stay away from things without me truly understanding and i'm not talking about everybody's purity culture but what i've seen It's just like, just stay away from stuff. And I started to see myself getting frustrated because I'm like, I'm craving this oneness. I don't know why I can't have it. Like, let me just go ahead. Like we already, you know, together. Like, why can't it be this? But what purity has taught me is that God has made this thing so beautiful. Um, And he is the one that ordained it. Like even to the points of like our bodies and the intricacies of what turns us on and arousals and things like that. God made all of that so perfect. And even like, Past that, like having children and just seeing like Tyra like getting pregnant, like the the way that God has designed like sex in general is just so beautiful and intentional. And so I think that honoring Him with purity shows holiness as well. And this the, just the process is so holy because He did it so perfectly. So if we just keep on just trying, because I'll be it's a well hard, <laughs> like we said before. But I think that there's holiness in the trying and the going back when you mess up (laughs) and the trying again. And just being like, hey God, I know the way you do it is the right way. My way is trying, like my flesh is trying to come back that, but I like your way and I wanna do your way. Even when I don't like your way, I wanna do it your way. So Mm -hmm. that's what I think holiness is.
0: That's good. I have a question that came in and the question is, how do you um, deal with being aroused and staying holy?
4: That's for y'all. Right. Listen, so, so I, th- I think it's so funny because when the Bible says stuff, and it'd be so clear, but, like, you don't know it, like, until you're, like, in the situation, like, flee from temptation. Right. Like, flee is real. I. It's funny because we're am going into details, but it's, like, situations where it's, like, get out my car, get out my house. Like, it's, like, those type of situations, like, get away from me. Like, literally step away from me because right. if you don't step away in this moment, I'm feeling weak. Lord, come into this situation. Holy Spirit, you're welcome here. But like, it's literally like snapping yourself out of it. I see it kind of like... No, have- run. No, literally. <laughs> like, I see it like you ever like take a cold shower to wake yourself up? Like, I literally see it like that. Like, whatever that cold shower has to be to wake you up, like do it because it's been a situation where it's like yeah get away from me and i mean it with the holiest in the nicest and the holiest not, way not to
5: be me right so like, yeah. you need
4: to get away from me in this moment because <clears throat> things are start. you start to feel things
5: and you start imagining things and once that imagination takes presence in your life ain't nothing gonna stop your actions from doing what it wants to do
4: exactly so you want to like and so somebody told me this one thing once and i say it all the time in our relationship you can turn away at any point i think sometimes people are like ah We already are, you know, touching on each other. So we got to keep going off. We already got a shirt off. So we got to keep going oh We are, you know, and going, no, you can turn away at any point of like whatever you're getting to. So for us, like one of the things that we are watching, we have to be like, we don't, we can't make out because if that make out starts to feel, it starts to get hot. Then it's like, all right, time to reel that back in because it will keep on going if you don't literally run away from it.
1: Mm, that's good. Yeah. Go ahead, Darius. I'm going to say what Jasmine said. God gives us the choice to decide sin or whether to do his will. Because at the end of the day, it's our choice to do what God says to do or what that he needs on us to see, feel at that time. You know what I'm saying? Because it's really up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. that's
0: good. I was going to add, um, I love that you say that um, like you, you have a choice. Like, will will you be holy in this situation? And I love how you said, like, even, even though it can come off like harsh, like, okay, get out, get out, get out, get out, out, right. But I'm very big on like, truly exemplifying God. And if God is, if God is a man of his word, then that that's what I desire to be a woman of my word. So if I said I was not going to do anything, even in those situations where it's just like, it's getting a little, you know, Lo heated or whatever. I remember literally being in a situation and I was like, just start talking out loud. This is this is how you know this be the leader of the Holy Spirit. Because in your right mind, you wasn't gonna be saying stuff like this. But it's like, oh no, I can't play. I literally was saying out loud, oh no, I can't play with fire. You play with fire, you're gonna get burned I just kept repeating it. It's like what? Like I just kept saying it. That's the Holy Spirit because who? Why would I say you know what I mean? And so it's just like I think when you when you have a genuine desire to like honor God. And to be holy, like, you, he gives, he literally gives you a way out. And that's what I've learned. Like, there is always an exit. And I, I love how Jasmine said, sometimes we feel like, well, dang, I'm already here. I'm already in this position. Might as well go the whole way. But no, like, he literally gives you a way out. And we've had these conversations before, Monica, and it was like, we asked God for deliverance, but yet we prepare for it. And then we just go right in. There's an exit, but we just continue on all blindly, like, ah, oh, da 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 Like, oh, it God, that happened. It happened. <laughs> it happened. Just happened. Go ahead.
5: Right. And it's, it's, it's almost like you're hypnotized by that emotion, by that feeling that you, mm. that you can't help yourself out of it. But yeah. if... Lean on God, as the Bible says, lean not onto your own understanding. Mm -hmm. And once you understand that, hey, this is going to turn her on, which is going to turn me on, which is going to lead to something, and then God forbid something happens, but boom, something happened. You just have to choose to choose God in any situation like that.
4: And I want to add, because you said that, I'm like, I'm so thankful. Like, I remember the old conversations. um, and talking about this in singleness, but I'm just so thankful to have someone that is on the same page about it. And like that is something that has been such a blessing because there are times where I'm like, yeah, no, I don't care. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm I'm running into the fire. Like there are times where like, I'm literally weak um, because of other, you know, situations or just because, you know, maybe I didn't read enough that month or maybe I didn't re- um, talk to God that day or whatever, like there's times where you do like, just struggle and so on those times there are times where he has been very strong he's like hey no or like vice versa where it's just like hey like come on you know we we're working towards something we want to honor god and that has been so helpful because you know there are situations in which if it's not if you if it was up to me then you know it wouldn't be it wouldn't have ended well but like thank god that you have someone that is going to continue to like push you to do the best because we both have a goal
5: Right. And also in that moment, that's an opportunity to say, God, I choose you over myself. Yeah, That's yeah. choosing God, saying, I'm not going to take control of this flesh mm-hmm. that you've given me. This is your temple, and I'm going to let you leave my temple. Mm-hmm. And this is why most times it fails, because we don't give God the reins. There's a sticker that says, God is my co-pilot. I rebuke that in the name <laughs> of Jesus, because if I'm the pilot, we stranded. We're proud of you. We're <laughs> done. But just just let God lead in every aspect of your life, from the time you wake up to the time you go to sleep, even while you dream. <laughs> Make sure that your mind isn't focused because sometimes we even have dreams. And yeah. those dreams leads to the next day, like, hey, do you wanna <laughs> hang out? And in basic terms, it's like, I'm trying to do something. Mm-hmm. But you just you just gotta keep your mind focused on
3: God. <laughs>
5: You
2: better come with it. I'm telling you. But this is so good. Y'all, see, y'all don't know this about me, but I'm actually married. um If you look at <laughs> my finger right here, I have a spiritual ring. Oh, what? <laughs> y'all looking like, what? Bring him in. What are you doing? dropping a bomb but no 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 no. but even in my my singleness there is a scripture it's actually in Isaiah 54 5 it says um for your maker is your husband and I literally treat God like he is my husband so when my husband comes there's already a level of honor and respect and reverence right and to me that's what holiness is you understand what I'm saying because one thing that you all keep saying the commonality that I keep hearing is we choose God over the flesh and the reality is that's something that is learned that's something that takes time. That's something that takes relationship, right? Mm -hmm. And the thing about it is you can't master relationship in the natural if you can't master relationship in the spirit. So Mm -hmm. when it comes down to me and God, I understand that we have a commitment here. I understand I'm not allowing anything to come in and defile this thing. I'm not allowing anything to come in and mess up what we got going on. I'm married to you, right? You're married to me. We have a connection, right? So one thing about it, one strategy that I even use in my singleness, I love that Sam even and said it, Uh uh-uh, play with fire, you get burned. One thing that works well for me is to bring what's in the dark and bring it to the light. I don't let it stay in the dark because that's where the enemy thrives. That's where demons thrive. That's where temptation thrives. I need to bring that thing to the light. So even in your marriage or even in your engagement, I love the conversation of, uh uh-uh, we talk about we're not doing that. We're not going there. We got to be on the same page about this thing. And what I see so commonly in the world is there's a lot of relationships, but you got someone who's lukewarm and you got someone who's trying to get heated up but what's happening is they're lowering the temperature of the pot so somebody that's going to be on the same temperature as you and understanding that God raises this thing. When we get hotter in this thing, it's okay because at first and foremost, before I'm married to you, before I'm engaged to you, I'm in a relationship with God, honey. So This is something that even in my singleness I have to master now. So when my husband comes, I don't care what you come with. I already killed flesh. I already dealt with flesh. I already know how to deal with myself. I already know how to deal with the temptations because listen, the enemy listen, he going to keep coming temptation is going to keep knocking, but the Bible says that I will provide the way of escape. It doesn't say a way, it says the way. That means that the way is him and what I used to think was the way of escapement that you run away from the issue or you run away from the problem or you sleep. <laughs> oh, problem, you can keep on coming. Horniness, sexual arousal, keep on knocking at my door because I understand something that if I resist the devil, I don't have to run from him. He's going to flee from me. Do you understand what I'm saying? So there's something that, that we have to even learn in our singleness that will work in the engagement and it will also work in the marriage and i love the fact we all started single and i'm prophetically declaring over myself that when my husband comes in the name of prepared i will be be a good steward because of how i'm being faithful right now even in my married season In the spirit, amen? So I just love the conversation. I love where it's headed. Um, Jasmine, Xavier, I'm proud of y'all. And I'm so grateful that you are setting an example of what it's like to be engaged, but still godly. Engaged, but God is still at the head of this thing. And Tyra and Darius, I'm so, I love your relationship so much. And I love that God is putting it on display because if we're being honest, we need more kingdom relationships on display because the world is showing us what relationships should look like, but it's a lie. It's deceptive. So I'm so glad that you all are so transparent about even the waiting journey in the beginning. You were sharing it right when you were together, but you weren't married yet. Like even when you're married now, you're still sharing. So it's just a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. And the the commonality for anyone who's watching is God is at the center. He is at the center. He is the head of every decision. He's at the head. It's not that flesh doesn't come in. It doesn't mean that we don't deal with sexual arousal. We do, but we know how to combat the thing. Because we understand that we are in a committed relationship with God first and foremost. So this is good. This is good, y'all.
3: This is good. Mic drop after that. <laughs> good My God, that was powerful. And it's so important, like you said, like even like just encouraging Sam and Monica, like um, it was the same thing before Darius and me. I straight up told him, I'm <laughs> me and God, we are together. We are homies, we are BFFs. So if you are not coming in here to help, like, continue to build that relationship and, you know, whatever, um, you can go, you know? So even he got that on the first date because I was not planned. When you are so serious in the Lord, you do not have time for distraction. So if you are single and somebody's trying to distract you, you better run, run for it, not- run. Because he's, if he or she is not trying to help you, um... Continue your walk with Christ, wanting to be involved in that walk with you, then that we don't have time to talk. There's nothing to talk about. You can't even sit down on a day.
1: Mm-hmm. So,
3: <laughs> yeah, like unequally. I mean, like, like, when one is like super safe and the other one don't even go to church. Like, it's just, it's mm-hmm. a the thing why? about
1: that is How can you build me up you're not know on the same wave
3: Exactly. You yeah.
1: can't build me up. You're kind of bringing me down because you don't have the encouraging word from God. To bring me back up
3: to so what I need you. Okay. Yeah, I mean, there were some things that you teach me, mm-hmm. I teach you, you know, spiritually connect me like that. But when one is completely just like not even trying to hear about God, like you cannot change a person. You better just pray for him and keep it moving. But mm-hmm. that'd be spiritually connected, I'm telling you, because even like Satan doesn't like marriage. He He wants to. That's why so many high mm-hmm. divorce rates. And things like that, because he—that's his going When God puts two people together, he wants to try to destroy it. So even when it comes down to like us and having arguments, no, 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 no. Let, let's let rewind, let's regroup. At the end of the day, it's me and you versus the problem. Come on, not the problem, not you versus me, because we are one. So it's us versus that problem. So how we going to make a solution? I so anything wants us to, you know. Super, I can't stay mad at him for long. It'll be like five minutes and I'll be like, Stop on it. Holy Spirit will literally talk to me and be like, You tripping. <laughs> you know, you tripping tower. Same thing with him. He can't stay mad at me for long because the Lord will like convict him. And so once we master that, like, you know, God, it does not stop when you're dating or engaged. God continues to be in the center of the marriage. I always say, He leads and we just, He leads and we follow. Mm-hmm. Period. So I think that's so great, Samantha um, Monica, that you guys have that mindset. Like, because even even the um, Paul, I think it was Paul, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Paul, yeah, I'm gonna from um, where he was like, when you get married, like your time gets divided, you know? So you better have that strong connection with the Lord as a single person because, you, I mean, your attention does you, you know, wife, and then you become a mom, and worry, so that time does get divided. So you better have that strong. Um, relationship before somebody walks, you know. Because thank God for being delivered. I used to be so naive when I used to think about
2: it. I used to be so naive.
3: We praise God for deliverance.
2: Amen.
4: <laughs> I wanted to add because yes yeah, to everything that Tyra said, but Monica said something, and I was like, oh, this was so good because it was so true for me. Like this is things that you really need to practice in your singleness because. For me, for the longest, for the longest, it literally was, I was just running away from the temptation. Like, I was just like, I did a year or two of singleness, of just like, I don't want to do men no more at all. I don't want to date. I don't want to talk to nobody. (laughs) You did I just want to stay away from like anything that has to do with, men, with men, men because I was like, man, like there's so many temptations. There's so much confusion. These were my college days. And I was like, I'm done with it. And so for in that season, it wasn't a lot of learning. It was literally just a lot of running without me really like addressing some of those arousals. And again, that confusion with what period actually is. Because I was just like, you know what? Because this no nothing tempting me is around, I never get tempted. Oh, we don't got no problems. And so I think that it was just so it was a blessing for me to like come into this relationship and continue to learn about that. Like I was also I was working on it within myself, but I continue to learn because God was showing me so many things about myself in this relationship as well that I still had to work on in my singleness that I didn't even know about. So even like when you do get into that relationship, as you're preparing yourself for your singleness, you need that time, but also in the relationship, you're still going to be taught like what that um, actually looks like. Mm -hmm. And you can't just like pretend it doesn't exist because it'll slap you in the face. And so I think one thing that I really appreciated was, you know, the hard conversations that I probably couldn't have with myself or I, I was scared to have with myself about like, you know, sexual past or whatever that may be, or, you know, what I was afraid of or whatever. Um, we had to have those conversations. And so it did open the door to be like, oh Lord, I need to come to you about some things that I may have thought that was no problem. And now I'm learning it is a problem or, or it is something that I need to address with you. So I love mm-hmm. that you.
3: Yeah, um, yeah no, I,
0: I love that Monica, Monica mentioned that because honestly, I'm the type of person, I love a challenge. Um mm-hmm. So there's a lot of things that Paul says that I just feel like, I just feel like I can challenge it a little bit. I don't know. I'm just that that girl that I feel like just I can do it. <laughs> um, but no, I, I definitely agree. And I feel like I was thinking about it earlier today, and I was just like, "Wow, God!" Like I definitely see the growth, but I also see the change in mindset, and just like how he how he leads me in these seasons. Like there are seasons in which I I I I restrain from things that I could have, like there's is this is this concept in law but it's like for example like juice like I can drink juice like who who's gonna hurt but it's like no I'm telling myself I'm not gonna drink that like so even if it's there even if I'm like oh, I want something sweet I'm not I'm re- I'm restrained from it so I've been even um practicing like taking control of like just simple like urges or or you know um cravings or whatever the case may be so like I've literally felt like I've I don't want to say mastered it, but I've like, I, like I've controlled that. Like, and it's been years that I've been doing these things, and so, um, yeah. And I feel like I feel like that definitely helps. So it really is sometimes, um, to me, I feel like a discipline thing and a practice thing. I'm very big on, you know, you you're not going to just wake up tomorrow and all of a sudden you're this whole disciplined person. No, it it takes practice to do something. And so even going back to earlier when we were talking about the self control aspect. If you ain't have self control in your singleness, you think just because you're married, you all of a sudden you gonna have self control? No, I'm going to be looking at, like if, for example, let's say that you know I was in a relationship and we weren't practicing self control, and now we're married, I don't trust you because maybe we wasn't practice self self control, so I can't trust that you gonna control yourself when I'm not around. You understand? So that's why I'm very big on that now and like when I'm you know. Seek or you know somebody's seeking me or whatever the case may be like i'm very big on watching those things that you practice discipline in your life that you have self-control that you're not trying to have sex with me or even if you know there's 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 those those days that it's like okay like you're you're, you're big on your um, being a man of your word you know what i mean because to me that is important because it's showing me how you're gonna be in marriage because i, I don't believe in the whole one day all of a sudden is you gonna be changed you're gonna change i don't believe that like the action that you've been showing me the consistency that you have I feel like I will see that in marriage and, and it'll it'll be more so magnified
2: um but yeah and I love that you brought that out too, because now when your husband does find you, right, you'll be able to identify that he's the one because of your lifestyle. You know what I mean? You had to you had to live it first in order to recognize what it looks like. And, you know, I think that even goes to, you are only going to recognize someone on the level that you're at. You know what I mean? So I can't recognize somebody and, and say, oh, they're a man of God if I'm not a woman of God. Or I can't recognize someone and say that they're self, they have self-control if I don't have self-control. So I love the fact that you understand that you got to live that thing first you know so that's important that's powerful yeah that's powerful yeah um one other thing i want to talk about real quick is that um not just not giving in to the sexual arousal but understanding the detriment of it right Mm -hmm. that was something that i had to understand as well um just a part of my testimony is that i grappled with pornography um self-gratification and you know i came to a point in my life even as a christian where i thought all of that had went away but god was showing me he said it didn't go away it was just dormant and sometimes the enemy will allow things to just be dormant in your life and he'll wait for the prime time or the prime opportunity to bring it back out for your demise but i love the fact that even up in like and I'm just being honest with y'all I'm just being real with y'all um, I had this extreme sexual arousal That came over me um, about It was about three months ago And when I say extreme, I mean it was extreme Like I was like, I don't, I haven't felt this in so long, God, what is this And I kind of grappled with that for a few months And what God was showing me, he says I'm bringing everything that's been dormant, I'm bringing it up And I want to address it now Because I don't want the enemy trying to use it against you later mm-hmm. I w- I need you to be disciplined now I need you to have that self-control now So one thing that I had to do was I would always make a resolution. Like, God, I'm not going to give in anymore. I'm not going to do this anymore. But God was like, Monica, you don't need to make a resolution without the solution. And he said, I am the solution. I need you to come to me. I need you to retreat to me. I need you to escape to me. And one thing that I had to understand was I had to understand what works for me. And what works for me is when I had those thoughts, first of all, I have the power and the authority to cast that thing down. The Bible says to take every thought into captivity that goes against the knowledge of God. So this was one strategy for me. I had to know the word and I had to hide it in my heart. Another strategy for me was when it would come against me, I want to understand what time is this happening now? What's the trigger? What's causing this thing? And then another thing is I had to speak to it. Sometimes we just let it grapple and we just let it go in our minds and we just let it fester, but I had to speak to this thing. I'm not going to allow it to come against me. I'm not, and the devil is a liar. I'm coming against it. I'm not going to allow it. And then another thing I understood is that the enemy looks for doors, gates, or opportunities. He tries to find a way in. And sometimes what we don't understand is when we give into these temptations or we give into these urges, we are literally opening up the door of our hearts to the enemy saying, come on in. And I'm at a point in my life where I'm like, devil, you you have no room here. You have no authority here. You have no power here. You have no dominion here. Even in your engagement and in your marriage, devil, you're not coming in here. I'm not watching pornography. I'm not going to go masturbate. I'm not going to go allow this door in because if so, you're allowing the enemy to come right in so one thing that i'm learning is the detriment of my decision even though, and not just that but let's be real how long does it really last like when you give into it do it even last long enough to make it worth it like to give into it i'm just being real so these are things that i had to come to terms with and i had to understand and now i finally met a point where yeah do i still deal with the temptation absolutely but i'm not giving in and that's where sam said the self-control but that's something that you have to be trained The Bible says that you can be (laughs) trained, right? And when you're trained, it's not going to feel good in the beginning. But when you start understanding it, when God heightens your awareness of it, listen, it changes everything. It changes everything. So even to the singles out there, I just want to encourage you and let you know that first of all, there is strategy. There was a solution to help you get through this thing. You're not in it by yourself and bring that thing that's in the dark, bring it to the light, pray for an accountability partner, pray for someone that you can talk to, confess it somebody confess it to god say god i'm struggling in this area and i need help and understand that you can't kill flesh with flesh which means you can't do it by yourself but god will literally give you the tools and the strategy to overcome it so that's just something i wanted to share with those that's practical um and even just talk to them because it's real you deal with this stuff even as a christian like yeah
0: we're not exempt and i love that you said that um, when you take the thought and you call it a thing. And that's what happens sometimes. We think um, we can see, like we can have thoughts and we, we, we deem it innocent, but you address it as a thing. Like I took that thing because it, it can manifest to a thing if we allow it to. And I think that's why, well, I know that's why God was very specific in the scriptures where he says, take that thought captive and submit it to, to Christ, right? Um, not only, I was gonna say something to what you also said, but yes. You said you called it a thing. And the Bible also talks about not being ignorant to the devices of the enemy. And the Greek word, I believe, for devices is thoughts. And so it's like the enemy's thoughts. And so even with that, it's like there are certain thoughts that you can have that are thoughts of the enemy. And so even taking the thought captive into Christ, it's like, okay, this, this right here, although, yes, you know, we're talking about how the sexual arouse and stuff like that, these are all natural things. But there are certain thoughts that are, are not, you know, That's it's fun. not a God, right? It's carnal thoughts. And are, these are the thoughts that we have to submit to Christ. Or else, we're going to find ourselves acting out these thoughts, and it becomes a thing in our life. And so, I love that you you said that and addressed that. And I believe that if we, if you said, like, you said, if we're not bringing awareness to it, we'll fall victim to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just love that you're you're saying that because it's, it's so true. We we can okay. find it so innocent, like it's just a thought, and then and then you see yourself ten days later, like, why am I here? Because you let that thought fester, and it became it became something.
4: That's good.
1: Yep. The biggest example of that is Jesus Christ he was in the wilderness. What
0: did you say, there is
1: when um, Jesus went into the wilderness, Satan kept on. Oh, yeah, that's a oh, big yeah. example that we can follow because every time he, um, Satan tried to tempt Jesus, he continued to seek after God and gave him the word right back. He, oh, spoke yeah. to him. he didn't just let it fester in his mind. And that's what we got. You all are saying you got to continue to speak to those things that the enemy is trying to tell you that um, he's trying to give to you. For a moment, it's only temporary. It's not long lasting.
0: Exactly, exactly. He had understanding, and even then, he didn't run. He was. It said he was led to be tempted by Satan, and he didn't run from it. He was able to combat it because he had understanding of the word. And so, even going back to what Monica said about not just, uh, or Jasmine was saying about like just running from it, never addressing it, because some down, some way down the road, you're gonna get caught up. You understand? Like you can only run so far, you know. But that's why it's so important to know the word because even in those situations, you can resist the devil because you can, what you mean, da, 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 or take that thought like, okay, thought what? Like, I'm going to take this thought and and submit it to God. You have understanding. And so he's going to flee because what can he do with you when you have understanding? Like, he left Jesus because he's like, okay, I can't get to you. You know what I mean? (laughs) Until another time. And he said, I'll come back another time.
2: And he's going to come back. He's going to come back. Yes, but my thing is, I'm going to make the devil work, okay? Exactly. He's making his job too easy, too easy. Like, he don't even switch up his strategy. Like, it'd be the same tactics because we're so vulnerable. and, and, And that's the sad part. Because if we're in the Word of God and we're truly being renewed in our minds and we're not transform, we're being transformed. We don't, we're not giving Him room to come in like that anymore. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? So um, another thing that's so powerful. I'm glad that Darius brought even up that that scripture and that verse and that chapter because the enemy comes with the word. He comes with the word, but we gotta understand no. that. He- He tries to manipulate it. He tries to twist it. And that's why I'm glad that you, Sam said, you have to have understanding. The Bible says in all thy getting, get understanding. The Bible also says that my people perish due to lack of of knowledge. So we got to understand the word of God because the enemy, he's coming with it. But we got to make him work. It's too easy. It's too easy. It's too easy. So mm-hmm. Jasmine, Xavier, y'all making him work. Every time y'all address that thing and say, uh-uh, not today. Get away from me. Um, exactly get away from me, Jasmine. Not right now. You know, you can't come in here right now. No, we're not there yet. You know what <laughs> I mean? You're resisting. Think about mm-hmm. it. Think about somebody coming to your house, knocking, 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 knocking. Eventually they're gonna get the message if you don't open the door. You understand? Okay. So mm-hmm. it's the same, same concept. Let him keep knocking. Eventually, yeah. he's gonna flee. He's going to flee.
3: that's good how
1: can can you uh feed that to people who's already being manipulated
2: how can you feed repeat that
1: how can you feed what you're saying in regards to the holy spirit how can you feed that to people who's already already being manipulated
2: that's so good that's a good question so the way you feed it to people that's being manipulated first of all we got to understand that when we are feeding it's not out of our flesh right so one thing i have to understand is i got to talk to the soul right? I got to talk to what is it that's, what's the void in your life that's allowing you to be manipulated? What is the trauma in your life that's causing you to be manipulated? Where is your pain point, right? Because if I can speak to that, then I can get to the very root that the enemy has been using against you to even reach you in the first place. And I think what happens is sometimes we talk to the surface a little too much that we don't get to that childhood trauma, that we don't get to the fact that you were abused by your father or your uncle, or we don't get to the fact that you were rejected or you were abandoned, right? But guess what? That's what the enemy's targeting. That's what he's watching. That's what he's paying attention to So I even want to speak to that individual on today who's on here who has been manipulated um, Or even has been manipulated by the word of god because it's been tainted by what people have said But it's not the truth. I want to get to the truth. God is love That is who he is and he loves you so much that he has given you a way of escape and that's jesus christ And I think another issue that we have is that we don't talk about jesus enough the world keeps talking about God, but we don't know what God they're talking about. I Amen. want to be very clear that we're talking about Jesus, the cross, the one and the only, the one who came to the earth. And listen, we got to understand that he was fully God and he was fully man. He did not lose his deity when he came to the earth. So that's very important to understand as well. Then we have to understand that when he came, he gave us the perfect example of how we are supposed to live. And not just that, but you have to understand what happened to him. Like, even what you just brought up Darius how he was tempted right the very things that we go through Jesus already experienced and he showed us how we are supposed to live this thing out but he also understood that we weren't going to get it right on our own and that's why he had to die but the beautiful thing about his death was he didn't just stay in that tomb he didn't just stay there he was resurrected by the power of the God that was on the inside of him so I want to talk to that because we have to understand the power of God we have to understand the authority of God we have to understand what god is seated and one thing that god showed me it's not just about where he's seated But we have to understand what the word says he says that we are elected officials and we're also seated in heavenly places which means we have authority we have power as well but i'm gonna tell you right now if i'm gonna speak to somebody i can't speak to them without word and uh-huh. i think what's happening is too many people are speaking out of experience or mm-hmm. speaking out of pain but they're not speaking bible you understand okay. what i'm saying And the God is saying, by his stripes, you're healed. You understand what I'm saying? He's saying that nobody, by the power of the blood of the lamb, you're set free. So I just wanna encourage somebody who's on here today, who has been manipulated, who has been, even by pastors, false prophets, teachers, who are not living the word of God. First of all, just understand that we are on here authentically speaking to you about our experiences, but at the center of it all is Jesus. And he's the answer to every part of it. And you have to be in relationship with him first. So before you go to any, and another thing that I want to bring out and I'm done y'all, but another thing I want to bring out is be careful who you're listening to. You know what I mean? Be careful who your ears are open to first and foremost, your ear has to be open to God himself. And if you don't know his voice yet, get in his word, he will begin to reveal his voice. But too often we go, we want to go to the prophet. We want to go to the pastor We want to go to that friend. We want to go to that neighbor. We want to go to everybody else except for God. And that's basically saying, God, I don't trust what you have to say, so I have to go to somebody else to confirm what you've already said. Understand that God speaks to us from the future. He knows you're in. He says, I have plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. That means he knows everything about you. He knew you before you were even formed or created in your mother's womb. So all of these things, it helps you begin to understand the God that you serve and you begin to understand, okay, when I read this word, I understand it's living it's breathing And I understand that this is the tool that I need to get through this thing Not what someone has said Not what someone has spoken Not what someone has done No, I need him for myself So if I had to teach anybody or tell anybody anything Of how to not be manipulated Or how to get past manipulation It's to seek God for yourself Seek him for yourself
3: I just want to say Every time Preaching goes on The baby starts kicking So he is like mm-hmm. Over here, (laughs) (laughs) because he had
2: the word going, and he hit that little one yeah I I baby okay because he's going to be that one that's going to spread the gospel he's mm-hmm. going to be that one that's going to evangelize he's going to be that one that's going to go and speak out and guess what you all are training him up right now even in the womb he is receiving every prayer that you are placing over him he's res- receiving every impartation he is watching even the obedience of you all so I just declare that you all will be great stewards over what God has given you he has placed him in your womb Tyra for some mm-hmm. Such a time as this, understand that you have a baby that's about to deliver some nations. Uh, I need you to understand the power of what's in your belly. That even in the womb, he is leaping. Oh my goodness! Let me not. Let me stop.
3: Let me Come stop. on. Come
2: Lord, Lord, Lord have mercy in the name of Jesus. Lord have mercy in the name of Jesus. I agree. In the
3: name of Jesus, you
2: hear
3: that little Gideon? His name is Gideon. <laughs> so. <laughs> so. He got oh yeah, a little exclusive there. Um, oh, so really? warrior powers we just think speaking wow. at every time. Every wow. I have my baby headphones on listening to the word. Listen. Because yeah, I do. I do. he's already gonna be powerful. He already is powerful. So thank you so much
2: you. <laughs> for that. Amen. Lord have mercy. Yeah, thank, you. thank you, Jesus.
0: Jesus. Amen. 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 Let him use you, Jesus. Amen. Pastor Ellen says Monica Tix is a whole preacher. Yes, oh. my I'm still here.
3: that's
0: my little Phoebe yes. said that's what Monica. This is so good. I think it yes, just makes me, awesome.
3: it makes me like really emotional too because I'm like, bro, not us four girls. <laughs> we're not
2: no. you
3: know, like this <laughs> So we think. God, just for the girl. It just literally makes me so emotional. Um, Darius had a um, work thing in Tampa, and I went with him, and I was, like, taking him through like, the neighborhoods. I was like, this is need for me, me. <laughs> you know, before, before uh, sanctification and deliverance, okay? Um, so it's just, like, so beautiful just to see, like, y'all being women of God, and just, like, how much we have overcome because I have seen, y'all, we have all seen each other at our lowest and low's, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and to see how God has transformed you mm. all. It's just so beautiful to see, like, uh, get y'all some praying friends, for real, because mm. it makes a difference. Who you have in your circle, it truly makes a difference. I could not imagine like life without y'all now. You know, before I met y'all, it was, there's always a reason for everything. It's a reason why we met. It's a reason why Samantha was my roommate. It's a reason why I met Jasmine. Like almost a year before, she was at USF at a conference, and we like reconnect. It's the reason why Monica is Samantha's little, you know. So, God knows what we need when we need it. And so, I just think that it's just so I just wanted to commend y'all for being such women of God, such examples that you are not your past, um, that God can use literally anyone. And I think it's just so, 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 so incredible. I'm about to prove. (laughs) (laughs) i was
0: going to say that um i know we talked about like you know resisting and and we're resisting sometimes although we're resisting the enemy it can look like we're resisting the other person so when we are in those situations where it's like okay you need to go you know what i mean How do you um, address, like, the person maybe feeling rejected?
4: Um,
0: (laughs) Like, during that, it's like, you're just like, you're resisting the devil here, right? Like, listen, I ain't gonna give in. And I have to, I have to be harsh because I have to be violent in a sense to, like, to remain pure. Sometimes it can come off as violent. And I'm very big on that. Like it says the, um, the, the kingdom suffers violent and the violent take it by force. And so I realized that on this journey, that there are some things that sometimes I can be a little passive and God had to remind me that some things you have to be a bit more violent about, like when it comes to your peace, you need to be violent about it. When it comes to your purity, you need to be violent about it. And so if there is someone or something that is going to intrude you know, certain lines or cross certain boundaries, you need to be violent, you need to speak up. And so sometimes it can come off a little harsh, or it can feel like you're rejecting that person. And so how do you address that? Because you're in, you know, this intimate relationship or whatever the case may be. And so how do you, you know, make sure that the other person doesn't feel rejected when you have to be a little violent about your boundaries and about your purity?
4: Mm. I I, I Um, laugh, I'm sorry, because When I was praying over this live and just like, you know, coming here, I feel like that's one of the things that God literally was talking to me about. Like this idea of rejection, especially within our relationship, because like Monica was mentioning earlier, sometimes God is uprooting something for me to be uprooted from the past. And rejection was something that I struggled with. I felt like I was rejected because I wasn't pretty enough or my size or or whatever, especially when it came to men. Society has a very talked a lot about women that look like me and so I was very very sensitive to um and I and and I'm something I'm still working on sensitive to rejection and so I am used to and I thank God for change being the stronger one in my faith in relationships and so now I have a man of God who also is holding us accountable and so in the beginning for him to be like oh, I have to go, or no, we can't do this, or we can, I was like, oh, you think I'm ugly? Like, I my brain was like, you are not, he doesn't, he's not attracted to you, because for some reason, sexual attraction was what acceptance was for me, and God literally had to dig that out, because it's like, that is not, you know, what makes someone um, honor you. Mm-hmm. you know just because they want to sleep with you is not how they honor you and sometimes society tells you that's how you have a man like in your bag or something like that mm-hmm. and and it's so crazy to me because i was like jasmine yeah, I mean, you don't want to have sex <laughs> so why do you want men to have sex want to have sex with you even though you are not trying to have sex and so that rejection was something really big because he was trying his hardest to not hurt my feelings mm-hmm. but i would, my feelings were hurt because of
3: past things
4: so I, i'm kind of answering your question in the opposite but has felt rejected sometimes you have to search and see where that rejection is coming from because honestly he was trying his best to honor me and i you know was having a hard time with that but when i came to god about it he was like hey like this is him honoring you this is what like a, a healthy relationship looks like this is actually him showing love to you versus you thinking you know your mind thinking that it's not that way and so I just think that's so funny because that's literally what I was praying about because I was like, man, like, I wanted to, like, talk about that because I feel like a lot of the times we have things that, like, um, come up that we don't know where it's coming from. And so if you ever feel rejected when someone tells you, like, you know, they want to save you and honor you, know that they are actually mirroring God mm-hmm. in that situation. They're and really that is the, you. yeah. yeah
5: they really showing that they love you. And yeah. Like Show like, hey. Is you, me, and God, not just you and me, because if it's just you and me, I'll be getting something every night. I'm going to be blunt, but (laughs) but in our reality, I mean, tell the truth, bro. Tell the truth, and the devil. I mean, if if, if, (laughs) if God actually in the relationship guiding the both of us, we're going to do what he wants. We're going to do what he desires of us to do because it is a gift from God. And you can't destroy a gift from someone that you trying to obey and trying to have lead you. And there there are times where I'm just like, maybe, maybe I'm gonna go back to what we were talking about. Maybe the courthouse is not a bad idea. Maybe you know, we could we could get married tomorrow, but at the same time, in this season of engagement, it's showing that, hey God, this is who you want me to marry, and this is who I'm gonna honor even after I marry her. And one one thing I'm, I, I I want to definitely push for is even though we're married, I'm still going to respect you. I'm still going to do whatever I can to make sure that when you come home, I don't forget you. I don't forget you while I'm at work. Even now, I'll be on a blazing roof and I'll send her some stupid picture about some animal kissing and stuff like that. And I love you with all my heart and stuff like that. Just Just the little things. And it's like, I love you. I'm not upset i'm not mad i'm not what i still love you even though i rejected you i'm not rejecting you i'm rejecting the fact of sinning you know so it's 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 more of i love you more than i want to sin with you and that's 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 the big picture of it all
3: that was good, <laughs> so good. yes so good.
2: <laughs> <mommy feel> like. <laughs> Warmies. warmies oh I love it I love it, I love yeah. it let me let's talk about that for a second though because like I said we just came from singleness right um and Jasmine how did it feel when a man of God is approaching you and really wanting to take this thing serious with you um even up into proposal like how does it feel how does it feel
4: it's it's crazy it's it's literally crazy i tell it's so funny because tyra just mentioned how we all knew each other in the past i don't remember that jasmine like i don't remember god has done so many miraculous things throughout this relationship that i don't even remember that girl that had the mindset of not hating men because all they do is treat me bad or blah blah, blah. i don't even remember those like difficult times because i've seen the beauty of a man of god like You see, and now I'm going to cry because I was like, I'm just like, it's just like, you don't think that you deserve it. Mm -hmm. And God has just been like so faithful. Mm -hmm. And like, that's what I was talking about earlier with like, when you do it his way, it's so beautiful because Mm -hmm. I did not think anybody would ever want this or do this or like wait for me or even propose. It's so crazy because I'm like, he... When he was like, it's so, he told me he was going to marry me as, on New Year's. We were doing a resolution, and he was just like, something that's on my list is I'm planning a proposal. And it's like, I feel like I'm, I thought that I would have to beg a man to marry me. And he told me, like, he was like, oh, by the way, it's happening this year. And so I'm just like, wow, God, like, all I had to do was seek you, man. And you just, something I could never expect. I'm telling you, never expect, so.
5: Uh, and if I could testify a little bit before I met her, Ooh. I was I was in my bag of single singleness. I'm not even gonna lie to you. And I I worked at Walmart and I was a cart pusher. I'm in the middle of pushing carts, and I literally heard God say, "If you want to get married, you have to give up this old lifestyle." Mm-hmm. And literally, as soon as I did that, a couple months later, I met her, yeah. and and I'm just like what but I mean two years two years later or two years and a few days later really we engaged about to get married and and it's just like it's amazing it's an amazing feeling I think about it all the time I tell her like yo I can't wait for you to come home to me and you come and I come home to you and stuff like that and then uh, you know we could talk about work and how much you hate work and <laughs> in the morning and stuff like that and we eat, watch movies, and just go to sleep. I
2: love that so much. Uh, that is so beautiful. It like, I want
3: to. Don't get all in. I tell you, God is so good. I, I mean, same thing, feeling like when Darius came into my life, that same feeling like I don't deserve this because of maybe, you know, past. I mean, I talk about it in my book, How. Um, you know, I was in a relationship in the past with somebody who was in a relationship who's dating two people. So I always felt that shame and that like I'm not going to get married. I probably won't get married to like 40 because you know, I just my past and stuff. And so being set free from that and and it kind of it goes back to like rebuking the enemy because enemy wants us to think like that and it's like no god is a forgiving god god is a gracious god god wants best for his children so it took me a long time to forgive myself um and to you know be open to love again because i'm like i don't deserve that i just want to like learn my lesson in peace and it's like girl learn my lesson you you repented and that's what jesus went on the cross for that's the lesson (laughs) you know so feeling i definitely had a wall up i think in the in the beginning of our relationship because i just did not feel like like a man like him does not exist like i was just like you know it was hard for me um, but he was patient he was kind he was loving he was like i'm gonna sit right here until every wall every little piece of wall is torn down because you are deserving of this love and so i think um i agree 100 percent with jasmine and like i definitely had to deal with that myself it took a while i mean i did personal therapy because that's how much i felt like i just was like i refused going to marriage with baggage, and you know maybe traumas and things like that that i have maybe not 100 percent let go and so, so i was doing jesus and therapy honey because i was like i want to change i want to be a better mind, me or my future husband i want to be the best daughter to jesus you know uh the best believer you know just for myself and just continue to praise god and worship god the best way i know how and really be strong in that faith because um and we will try to get you down and will try to even when we're also getting married like in bringing up past things like oh you know it's not gonna work out or you know I'm still struggling with this, and it's like, no, the devil is a liar. You know what God has brought together, no man should separate, and just continuing, um, and just and then that, and it does not stop. I, I don't think it stops in marriage. I mean, there's still some things like if I respond to him a certain way, I'm like, whoo, okay, like, like, rewind, rewind, rewind. That's that's not how we respond. That's not how we respond today. You know, we've been set free from that, um, mm-hmm. and vice versa. I think for you too.
2: <laughs> I' don't want to speak for you. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. That's beautiful. That is so beautiful. Y'all, y'all don't understand that this gives hope. This brings hope to so many people who have lost hope and love, who don't think that that person is out there for them. You know, and I just want to, like I said, this is us having a conversation, but there are people watching and there are people that are going to watch this. And I'm just so glad that God brought you all into this space and Sam, I'm grateful for you for just being obedient and even just bringing this conversation back because it's so necessary and it's so needed and y'all you know when you turn the tv on you don't see godly marriage godly couples godly dating godly singleness you just don't that's just not the society that we live in but i do believe that the kingdom will come and his will will be done on earth as it's in heaven and part of that is us sharing our testimony because it is so beautiful that god is a redeemer that god is restored tyra said it so beautifully y'all this was not us a few years ago okay I was on drink I was drinking, partying, smoking weed, all the things, okay? I was out there sleeping around. I mean, just a mess. But God says I can still take the mess and make a message. I can still make something beautiful from something that was broken. So I just want to encourage you and I just thank y'all for just being so transparent, so open, so honest and also just being so willing to just serve God wholeheartedly. Like that is yes. so beautiful. That is yes. so beautiful. And that's yeah. all I'm saying. I'm done. Monica, thank
5: you. You are
2: <laughs> a breath of fresh air, literally.
4: And I thank God. I just thank God for this conversation as well. Because even though one of the biggest things I wanted to make clear, and I don't know if I said it yet, but like, you know, we are not perfect. I literally this relationship has gotten here straight on God's back alone. Like, I don't know how we did, I don't know why how we got here, but God has brought us all the way here. So we're not perfect at all. And listening to these conversations, like, we have all been saying it's ongoing learning. So, like, even listening to people, anybody, like, I'm learning from a married couple, but I'm also learning from singles. I'm also learning, you know, we're we're learning from all of each other in this situation because it's so important to hear, you know, God speak through others. And so I really, really appreciate you, too. And I I thank God for your word because you got a word. (laughs) Amen.
0: Amen, Yes. I also wanted to add because you said something important Monica how and I think that's why too um we have to highlight like these kingdom relationships because it it's it's um it's not surprising that having these sorts of relationships can be challenging and can be deemed hard because like you said they're not we're not seeing this. We don't see it on the TV shows. We don't see it in the movies and things like that. And so we've been subconsciously um, being fed a certain idea of how marriage and relationships should look like. And mm-hmm. what we register, we begin to act. And so when you know you want to show love to someone and you've registered in your brain because of the shows and the movies and the, and the music that you're supposed to do X, Y, and Z to show someone love, this is what you feel like you're supposed to do, and if you don't have the word or you don't have understanding about the word, you—that's all you know, and so that's all you have in your 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 bank. To, to act on, you know what I mean? And so when we do have like these couples that are like, oh, we're trying to honor God and we're doing X, Y, and Z. And yes, they might they might face some sort of difficulties. The fact that you're like even persevering, these are things to be highlighted. So even when you do fall, you know, even when you stumble a little bit, the fact that you got, got back up, it's something to like applaud, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I say that to even encourage whoever's <laughs> listening that, you know, you're on the journey, maybe you fell, maybe you stumbled, maybe you did X, Y, and Z, get back up we're applauding you because i understand that it is very difficult there isn't we're not we haven't been registering um visuals of kingdom marriages and kingdom relationships we don't know what they look like let's be honest we didn't see that growing up right We like and i'm not saying like in our families or whatever but like tv and stuff like that things that we've been consuming for years if we go through the through the database we're not seeing kingdom marriages and, and kingdom couples they weren't showing that on tv okay mm-hmm. so it's like even now we're seeing you know two two fathers two mothers like it's just and it's just more things that are just so off from how god designed things to be and so when i do hear the stories and it's like oh this person wanted to be i'm, I'm or this person finds it hard i'm not surprised by it because this is what we've been feeding ourselves and going back to like the devices of, of the devices of the enemy and going back to even like be, you know, being careful of our ear gates and our eye gates, we're watching what we're seeing. We have to be careful of the of the messages that are being sent subliminally of yes. how marriage and how love should look like and, and how they should be deemed by mm-hmm. us, because this does play a this does play a huge part and a huge role in our lives when we're trying to honor God. Um, And so being aware of that, I feel like makes all the difference. I was in a Bible study this week and I was sharing that. And I was like, listen, there's a lot of things that I don't watch. And it's not because it's rated R or bad or anything like that. It's just because I'm very particular about the messages that are being, um, um, that's being like released. Like what what are they trying to get me to get from here? Because it's not going to always be um, like super apparent. It's like the little things. It's like the subtle things. It's like the things in the background. It's like this the wordings or whatever a sign in the background and my brain is 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 you know registering this and now I'm, I'm whatever I'm seeing it in my life and I didn't realize I didn't make the connection I'm very particular now and it's not to be super religious is because I understand that the eyes and the ears is very important and I, I want to live a certain way and I'm trying to get to a certain place in my life and so if you don't know, you don't know what you don't know um and when you know the truth or when you know certain information only makes your life better um yeah. so- I, I
4: want, to, I wanted to add to that, Samantha, because I think that's so good, um, because it's so important to really listen to your convictions or really ask God about things that you are unaware of, because for me, um, music became a very sensitive area for me, and I was having such a hard time because one of my favorite artists was Jill Scott since I was 13, and um, I used to listen to just whatever I wanted to, um, and... In my head, I'm like, okay, if it's not crazy cursing or if it's not, like, too explicit, then it's okay. And I remember, like, God really just challenging me about it. And I was, like, going back and forth with it. But it was because a lot of words that she was saying was creating emotions in me towards men, towards, you know. And I didn't know that. And God really was just challenging me. Same thing with Adele. I would be crying over exes I didn't even know or I didn't even have. I'm like, how am I crying over a man? I, I never even experienced. And so God was like, hey, for me, that's not that's not something small. And so I really had to go into my convictions and listen to my convictions and really turn all of that off. Same thing with drinking. In 2019, God told me to stop drinking. I stopped. Done. Now we fast forward to now. He only listens to gospel music and he doesn't drink. And I just think that
3: it's so interesting to me because
4: I wonder how these. We- have come together if I was still you know, just drinking as much as I wanted, to or you know, doing whatever, or if I was listening to all these types of music, how would I res- be responding with Him and things like that? And I'm not, and I don't think that's the only reason why God took me away from those things, but I just think that those convictions and God changing me definitely led to a difference in my relationship because back then when i was listening to whatever i wanted to my emotions were heightened by these things and i don't have those same problems anymore so i think that is very important to just watch because we don't always know but ask god like hey what is this something that i'm unaware of that i can't see like let me know and he was like
3: yeah just that and i was like huh but <laughs> you don't ever you never
4: really expect God to answer so quickly with certain questions. Jill Scott, and it's so crazy because Jill Scott was an idol of mine low-key. Mm. She was a full-figured woman that was freely talking about whatever she wanted to talk about. And she was very open about her sexuality and, and everything that she wanted to talk about. And I thought it was so powerful. And it's so crazy because it's like, man, I saw myself going into the life of, okay, well, this is what I want to be like. And that's why I feel like God was like, yeah, that right there, I'm going to stop right there. And I'm like, that's such a random name. Like this woman gave me encouragement in one season of my life. And God was like, yeah, no, like come to me about it. So yeah. you literally never know. That's yeah. so it wasn't going to serve your future. And,
0: and and that's, and that's, and that's real thing because there's a lot of like, you know, we talk about like the feminist stuff and there's like the, I guess the extreme feminist or whatever the case may be, <laughs> but there are just certain ideals Um that um are taught and it's like you know this you know be independent woman or whatever the case may be or be an alpha woman and Mm. it's like you know those of us who do desire marriage it's like how are you going to be and I get it there's some there's there's some spaces where you have to be an assertive woman like in career right but it's like at home if that's like your overall being if that's what you're going to be overall it's like how are you going to find it to work with A a true man, especially a man of God who is called to be a leader of his home can't be two leaders now. You know what I mean? Like it's going to be divided. Right. Um, And so even in that, like we don't realize that, yes, it might have empowered you in one season. But God was just like, hey, that's not going to serve you for where you're going. Right. And so you started already begin to strip certain ideas um, from you, from what you've been consuming so much that you feel like, okay, this is why I'm I'm trying, I'm going into being. And he's like, yeah, no, <laughs> different direction, okay? Because mm-hmm. it, it was probably not going to work with Xavier, you know, he probably would have ran him away, you know? Listen, I spoke about
4: that. I said you would not have liked 2019 Jasmine. I didn't even like 2019 Jasmine, so you probably would not have liked 2019 Jasmine, but we thank God for, you know, yeah. growth, personal growth, and you never know how that plays out in your future.
3: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. And that's really good because, again, it's like it can we can see it as something innocent. Like, oh, it's just it's just just like, you know, it's, right. just, oh, it's just it's something that's empowering me. Like, why would this be bad? And again, certain ideas, certain messages that is being preached that you're now seeing yourself acting in that right. is contrary to what God has for you or where he's calling you to. And so, like you said, you just got to be obedient um, and and honor, like what he's convicting you about. Because and I, I know we've had these conversations, but it's like, you don't see other people doing it. So it's just like, well, so-and-so still listening to Joe Scott. Like, why are you coming for me? You know? And it's tempting to still want to do it because that's what everybody else is doing. But like mm-hmm. you said, like, you have to be like, okay, this is what God is telling me. I don't know why, but I know this to be God's voice because I've had a relationship with him. So I'm going to just mm-hmm. cut that off because I don't know what he's preparing me for mm-hmm. or, or how this is affecting me mm-hmm. and for my future. And so I love that because we do always, we're always looking to compare and we're always looking to see what this person got going on what they're doing what they're wearing you know who they listening to and and we want to to you know um connect in that way but if god is telling you no then
5: it's no Mm -hmm. yeah
0: and it's for your good Mm -hmm.
5: and it's 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 so much comparing but my life isn't your life your life isn't like their lives we're not we're not living the same life or if we follow the right rules we could be living more like christ like that one person but your direction in life isn't going to be comparable to mine because your ways might seem right, but my ways might seem right. It's, it's no way to say who's right, you know? So as long as you keep that tunnel vision focused on Christ, my life will always be fine. It may look like the raging sea that Jesus was in, but at the same time, what did he say? Peace be still, you know? Once that peace is still in your life, you have nothing to worry about. And, and uh, I think it was Sam that brought it up. We try to figure things out. We're not going to figure it out right then and there. But as due time and as time goes on, God will bestow that wisdom upon you that says, you see why? Like, like for me, why I stopped doing what I was doing? You see why I decided to take you out of that place you were in? Because I have better for you. Yeah. And in reality, in that time of waiting, we don't want to wait. We're all guilty of not being patient. I I know I'm not. I'll hump the horn as soon as the the light turns green. I don't really care. But at the same time, patience is a virtue. And as long as that patience is in our life and we trust God 100%, we have absolutely nothing to worry about. That goes for finance. That goes for your lifestyle. That goes for your spiritual walk. That goes for your relationships with family, friends, whatever, even your significant other. It's all surrounding on god and his ways no matter what it is
0: okay i see Monica's trying to be quiet she don't
1: want <laughs> to
2: look i'm in a season of my life where i'm a vessel that the lord just be i get hot i get all kind of stuff i just let them flow but yeah. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up, Jasmine and Xavier. You know, the Bible says, let patience have her perfect work with you, perfect way mm-hmm. with you. So you'll be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. nothing. You know, mm-hmm. so I think that's beautiful to even just consider as well in the walk. Um, but yeah, I told you I'm done. I'm
3: done.
2: <laughs> Holy Spirit, fire back up. I'm done.
4: <laughs> that's good. That's good. <laughs>
0: that's good. Sorry, you have something to say?
3: Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Listen yeah. to it. I'm I'm taking it all in. I'm just so proud. Like I said, I'm over here like a proud mom, I think. Like just so proud of each and every one of y'all. And just um the growth that we've seen, you know. So you guys are inspiring us just like um you know, like I think uh, Jasmine was saying how like she's learning from the singles, learning from here, it's the same way we're learning over here because we show ain't perfect. <laughs> People think we do talk to us all the time. I'm like, I don't get it right a lot of times. Um, but that's what is so great about Jesus. He is he is perfect. So if we look to him, we continue to strive in his perfect ways.
1: Mm-hmm. And
3: so yeah, I'm just learning. Y'all, bitch, y'all, y'all talk, I'm listening.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. I do have a question for each so um for so from Tyra and Darius, I would ask, what is one important thing that you would that you've learned in like one year of marriage and while expecting that you feel like everyone should know like that one thing just boil it down to one thing that you feel like if I can't talk no more this I, I had to make sure I got this one out. oh
1: my. God. Yeah, okay. I'll say um, sacrifice. Um, one of the biggest things, and especially in relationships, that a lot of people don't like to sacrifice for one another. And In our society now, everybody wants to have their own way of doing things and don't want to perform to what somebody else. Is doing. You know what I'm saying? Have that balance of wanting to help each other. But in a relationship, and marriage especially, you got to sacrifice for each other. That's the only way you're going to Because if you're not willing to sacrifice for, you know saying, your significant other, how can you sacrifice for your mom and you can't sacrifice for your wife? Mm-hmm. That's a good thing. Or even, how okay, can God, how could Jesus come down and sacrifice for us and can't do the same for him? You know? So sacrifice is a big man key. Keep... I would say one
3: plus one. Plus one.
2: Mm.
3: Our pastor told mm. us that in counseling, and it has stuck with me. Two things really: the one, one plus one equals one. Um, because I think even if you like, even when you are um, just married and moving in, you're learning each other. He may, he may, uh, Xavier may do some things that you're not used to, Jasmine, and vice versa. And you're like, why are you doing that like My way is right. <laughs> and it's like. No, <laughs> how can we come together? Um, and it's not like you know, these conversations that's on social media all the time. We're paying rent 50 No, no, no. It's like, yeah, we're worried about the wrong thing. One plus one equals one. Take that how you shall. Um, every decision we are one. So if he, like, even the decision for me, um. You know, to stay home with our baby, that was something that we had to come together and talk about. Okay, that's going to look a lot different for me getting up every morning working. Um, and so God worked that' to where, like I, you know, opened my own business. Um, and so where I can't stay home with the baby. So, but with that, would well, God have blessed us with that, if I was trying to do my own thing, no, I'm going back. Samantha Jackson to tell y'all. I feel like in the beginning of pregnancy, I'm like, I'm a boss mom, I'm going to have my career and I'm going to be a mother and I'm going to be back on somebody's job. And and so now it's so funny because, like, God's like, humble yourself. Um, So you're (laughs) like, I'm like, home, um, preparing for the baby and stuff and that my whole tone has changed. Now I'm like, I want to be home. I want to experience that first year. I don't want him to go to daycare. Um. So, but being one-on-one with that decision, like, it may be, even as a spouse, it may be a scary thought, but knowing your partner and both of y'all going to God together on that topic, when well, God can speak to the both of you, that's why you gotta be you gotta be um, equally yoked because God gonna tell God tell me he gonna tell him the same thing since we're one He's not gonna tell him you know, oh she need to go work and tell me to go home that's confusion and dysfunction and God don't work in dysfunction. So if we go to God together, God will tell us together what we should do. And then my last thing, uh, stop talking, is and I take this with every type of relationship, whether it is mother, father, friend. Never let the sun go down without either apologizing or at least conversing. And some people have a different take on this. They say, you know, proper timing, which proper timing is definitely Definitely true. Um, I just take that scripture really hard. So I can have an argument with my mom. Best believe, especially if I have to get up and minister the next day. I'm not getting up to minister before next right Same thing with him. Um, like if we're arguing or whatever, oh best believe we're gonna definitely you go play your game. 2 I'm gonna go here and watch TV. But before we go to bed, we're gonna have this thing talked about. Because God forbid I wake up the next morning, you're not here. And you know, or whatever. Um, and so I really take that from your heart. I do that with all types of relationships. I mean, it could be anybody, a co worker, um, it could be somebody from my church. Because I take the walk, the calling on my life, I take it so seriously. So what do I look like? Let's just say I'm beeping with somebody at my church, and then I get up the next day. Trying to usher somebody into praise and worship. No, sit down. So for me, I just take it so seriously. So I we always will talk it out. We may not feel like super joyful at, at that time, but we have talked about it and allow us to, okay, where do we go from here? How do we grow from here? How do we take on this next? Um, how do we work it out? We acknowledge the problem, now we gotta work it out. How, how do we do that? Now, that may be another day before we talk about it, but at least you know in my heart, you know where I'm coming from, and vice versa. So, sorry. For that.
0: <laughs> That's good. That's good. Thank you for that. And then, Jasmine Xavier, like, what is one thing from dating and now engaged that you feel like the people just need to know? That we need to know?
5: Um... If you get in the argument, the, the relationship—that's <laughs> for sure. I had to learn that, and I'm just like, "You sure you still want me?" No, I'm giving you an option. <laughs> but I mean, it's it's just it's just communication, you know. It's 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 just making sure each party understands what happened. You talk it through. Make sure like I'm sorry. I take full responsibility of everything. Oh, I'm sorry. I take full responsibility of everything. And you move on because all that is is staying in place of the problem. You're staying on the treadmill of problems instead of moving forward, loving each other, doing whatever it is you guys both enjoy. And all all that staying in the problem is doing is making me think, like, they're going to leave me one day. And that doubt starts to creep in. And we go back to the thoughts in your head. The thoughts start to make you feel a certain way. And it's like, they're going to leave. I'm going to be all by myself again. Da, 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 da. It's like, no. And, and you 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 might have an argument with that one person. And it's like, I still love you at the end of the day. If if we have a problem, I'm sorry. We might I, I might struggle a little. I, I'm still struggling with this. Like, I take full responsibility. I'm sorry. I'm going to be do better. I'm going to make sure that... You're okay. I'm gonna make sure that we're okay. And we and we move forward. It's it's no big deal, it's no problem. But at the end of the day, I still love you, I still want to be with you, and it's no problem afterwards.
4: Amen. <laughs> Thank you. I think that's really good. I think that something that I've been just putting into practice and we've been just praying about is you know, Lord, continue to give us your vision. Um, because I think a lot of the times, especially in this transition, planning is involved now and excitement's involved. We have different opinions as to what we want, Going to like the whole argument. Um, arguments can come up because of like tension and we don't know what we're going to be like. And, you know, we're starting marriage counseling, which we highly advise, um, premarital counseling, marriage counseling, all of it. Um, So a lot of that brings tension and so i think if we keep our eye on the vision um you know everything will come to a resolve and so i just pray that like our desires remain his desires or that even if it's not even when we don't understand that we go back to him because you can make a plan and god can rip that plan up (laughs) and so um i just pray that like you know for anyone out there who is dating right now in the process of about to get married talking about marriage continue to seek God's vision for what it is. And a lot of that tension will go away. Cause kind of like what Tyron Darius were talking about, like at the end of the day, when you guys become that one, God is talking to both of Mm y'all. And so even now, like if we're both seeking God, we're on the same page, Um, you know? And so that's just that constantly what we're trying to practice is right now. So I just highly encourage just like seek God's vision, seek his wisdom, because then all of the internal tensions would just dissipate and so i'm trying to practice to follow his leadership and seeing god through him because the man is the head Which 2019 jasmine probably couldn't say (laughs) so i just think think that you know now that i see god's vision now i can see his vision as well because again we both are seeking the same thing so i just encourage people to do that
5: And one more big thing learn to forgive when you can't forgive or you don't want to forgive Mm -hmm. Have you? I'm going to repeat that for people. Right. Learn <laughs> to forgive when you don't want to forgive. Just like Tyra said, don't go to bed angry because I want to cuddle you and you're going to cuddle me and we're going to resolve this and we're going to go to bed happy. And that's it. I just want to learn to forgive. I want to learn not to forget, but to learn. I want to learn to learn what not to do. Mm-hmm. So that, that's, that's another big takeaway for it. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm just grateful for the fact that my friends have such great men of God. I just love it. I just love the input. I love the the how you guys are contributing to their lives, but even to this conversation. And so, thank you guys. I like, thank you. Like keep seeking God because I love it. And um, I know that Tyra would always say that Darius was the quiet one, and <laughs> sure maybe Jasmine might say about Xavier, but i I've, I've always had hope in you both, and I just feel like y'all have the word in you and you guys are speakers and I just love it and so thank you guys for being on here I thank you Jasmine for even being vulnerable um and coming on here because they know me I want you to come on here be transparent being vulnerable Uh, speak like come from an authentic place and I just thank you for being vulnerable because there were points where you were you were literally telling us your heart and really giving us like real life you know things and it's it took a lot of courage to come on here and to share that. And so thank you for that. Uh, Monica, please. I know you said you were done, but I mean, we're about to end and we just need to hear another fire, but please tell us, (laughs) please tell us like some one thing that you feel like, like this needs to like they need to hear this um when it comes to singleness I know you've talked a lot about singleness already in this conversation but just one thing that you feel like is very important that you want to leave um that you've learned maybe something even recently like on your journey thus far
2: all right well I got it Holy spirit got it for you um I know it sounds cliche but know your worth and when I say that, I'm not talking about what society says you're worth. I'm not talking about what your parents said you're worth. I'm not talking about what this world says you're worth. I'm talking about what God says you're worth. You are precious jewels to him. And I need you to also understand that you have a purpose. So before you even thinking about relationship or marriage or anything like that, you have to understand that you have a purpose. Purpose. You were created with purpose. You were created with intention, right? So if you're walking in that, guess what? The spouse will meet you on that road and on that path. And I also want you to understand that you have dominion, you have power, and you have authority as a child of God. Walk in it the enemy The only thing that he can do is to convince you Otherwise he does not have any power To take you out he's already defeated And something recently that I began To truly understand is that the enemy Is under my feet what does that Mean that means that we're not on the same level We're not on the same playing field I even think about David David had a heart After God's own heart so even when he came up Against Goliath he said who is this Philistine to come against my God Do you not know my God so We have to have that innate authority on the inside of us to know this is who I am and I'm not compromising it for anything or anybody also don't follow the crowd When you know your worth, I don't have to follow what everybody else is doing because I understand what it is to be set apart. I understand that my life is supposed to look differently. I know that I'm not supposed to blend in. My color is supposed to pop. My temperature is supposed to be hot. When I walk into a room, I'm supposed to light it up. It's not supposed to be able to stay the same. So know your worth. Know who you are. Know who God has created and designed you to be and walk in it unapologetically. Do y'all understand me? The enemy is under your feet. Stomp him. Stomp him. him. Period. On the same level. level. So elevate your mind, elevate your thinking, and let the Holy Spirit really renew your mind. Do not conform to the patterns of this world, but truly be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Too often we see people just going along with everything else is doing. There's too much wickedness in this world. There's too much witchcraft in this world. There's too many demons. Agendas in this world look at the desensitized We talked about it earlier the enemy is trying to Desensitize us and program us But the devil is a liar I come against It I rebuke him I cast down Every demonic activity every demonic Assignment over your life in the mighty name Of Jesus and I pray that you will rise Up into the daughter that God has Called you to be or the son that God has called You to be understand sonship understand your Inheritance as a child of the most High God you have a divine inheritance That the Lord just wants you to tap into You shall not lack poverty does not know your name you have to walk into everything that god has for you and i'm telling you my life is completely different i even have a glow i ain't just bragging about it because of me but it literally is god i have yeah. a glow that i've never had before but it's god and it's me knowing it's an innate knowing i know who my god is and because i know who my god is i know who i am and i know that i have worth. i know that i have value and i'm no longer settling for anything and i'm no longer cowering down to the wiles of the enemy so that's mm-hmm. it Know
0: your
2: worth.
0: Mm-hmm. Know your worth. I love it. Um, everybody's in, in the comments with the fire. Preach. She's preaching. <laughs> <laughs> if you Monica with the fire, we love it. We love you, Monica. Um, love
2: you.
0: No, but a hundred percent. And thank you, thank you all for your for your input and your your contrib- contribution contribution um, to this conversation. I'm very big on just like time that is spent um, just even like what we're doing during our time. And like this conversation is seed um, that will be planted in, in good ground prayerfully and that they will see the fruit of just even being a part of this conversation, even though it was, you know, virtually, whatever the case may be, that there was something from this conversation, something that you guys said that would be seed in their heart and they shall see fruit from it. And so the fruit that I am prayerfully exp- um I'm hoping that they would see is kingdom marriages and kingdom relationships and just even knowing yourself, knowing your worth, um, not settling, not conforming. And I love that you said that, Monica, because something that I mentioned um even this week and in the last episode, I believe that went out last Saturday was just how there is this thing of like the masses, um, which is like the majority of people, and you know, like the five percenters or the one percenters, and how um, what God was showing me is that a lot of Christians are a part of the masses. And the, like you said, like the masses are the people that are desensitized, right? They're are, they're puppeted, right? And so if we are being puppeted by the systems of the world, then we can't stand out and we can't be the ones to influence the world. And so I just love how you said that, because it all goes back to knowing who you are um, and knowing your worth and not Um, following the crowd because the crowd is not where you want to be. They're being puppeted. They're being desensitized. They don't walk with authority and power that God has given us. And so I love that you said that. And I, for, for me, I think that what I would leave is I I would, I would piggyback off what you said about definitely knowing your worth um, and not settling and being um, committed to maturing um, I believe that there are just aren't certain things that we will see in our lives until we mature into it. Um, and so I'm very very big on like maturing and be, being committed to that. Um, and with maturing comes with being committed to even seeking for understanding. I believe that you go to that next level of maturity is when you've gotten a certain understanding. Um, and I believe that when it comes to even knowing your worth, There's a level of understanding that you have to have. So I have an understanding of my worth here, but I have to seek to know more so I can have another level of understanding so I can go to another level of maturity. Um, And so in this season, if you're you're single, or married, or however the case may be, if you're married, it'll help because if y'all are both seeking that, y'all are both being better and knowing yourselves better, and y'all can do so much more for the kingdom of God. But if you're single, being um committed to like being mature maturing in god and having understanding you'll see much more fruit um and that would i feel like attract that person that you desire to have um and it just allows you to be way more effective in the kingdom of god i believe because it says that um i, f- I forgot what what i think john 15th or, or luke luke 15 possibly but when it talks about um how my father he gets glory when you bear much fruit um and for me, what the much fruit is is just having much more understanding. When you have understanding about things, you're able to see it apl- applicable in your life. Um, you can have information, you can have knowledge, but if you don't have understanding about it, you're not able to apply it. Um, and so, I just feel like understanding and just seeking for being mature, mature in Christ is what I is what I would advise because. It, Where I am right now, it's really by the grace of God, but it's because I made a decision to commit to something, and that was to grow in him. And so that's what I would advise. Um, We've been on here for two hours, and I know we could talk the whole night if we wanted to, (laughs) Um, but I do hope that those of you who are on, that you guys got something out of this, and I know there are people that will come and watch later, Um, and I just want to make sure that all hearts and minds are settled because sometimes it's like, that's like that, you know, the Holy Spirit would drop something in your mind to say. And you're like, oh, we're about to end, though. I don't know. So if you, I'm giving you the opportunity here um, to share if you
2: feel like you need to share something. Can we pray? I know we're going to pray out. Okay. I just feel a tug to just, to just pray. Definitely, um, definitely. For sure, for sure. Before we pray, I just
3: wanted to say, too, um, I just want to commend you, Samantha, for your obedience with um your podcast and just like your ministry um because it's needed in the kingdom Amen. um and just so proud of both of y'all for real Monica is what you're doing as well and um I can't wait to I can't wait to go to y'all as well. That's period. Period. So then spirit, right. <laughs> Listen. Um so my mom says all the time, she'd be like, I know some things that gonna have whoever god got for him, her man they're gonna be powerful i would be like yes speak mom Period. He yes. um, yeah so i just want to um, just say i'm proud of you here
0: there thank you so much yes and likewise i'm always i i always seek to be around people who inspires me and everybody that's on this panel everybody that's on this conversation y'all inspire me monica you, my little, but babe girl, she inspires me um, and just stirs me. And likewise with Tyra. Um and just, you know, just being willing to just do what God puts on your heart to do. I know sometimes we can doubt ourselves, but um, definitely I see you as someone who is obedient. When you feel like God is telling you something, you would do it. You would post the stuff right then and there. And I'm like, wow, she just she's just on it. And I and I love I love you for that, because it, it it motivates me to be like, well, thanks, Samantha. Do what God told you to do, too. Um, and Jasmine, I always I talk about you some like. Um, subliminally sometimes in episodes because jasmine challenges me when it comes to even um communicating and i just feel like you're such a great communicator and that also inspires me to just be better and so i thank you both i thank you guys um so much um somebody says proud of you i don't know the name it says facebook user but thank you so much um whoever you may be thank you so before we do end and we do um pray i do want to um let this promo go. It's about the Kingdom Citizen Tees. Y'all know I gotta throw the throw the promo in there. <laughs> we'll be right back. Yes. Yeah, so you know the Kingdom Citizen tease. I see Eric said, Hey, gotta caught me one. Yes, you would love it. I believe everyone on this panel except for the guys maybe that have a kingdom citizen T. And I know Jasmine has worn it and literally people will come up to her and tell her about certain concerts going on in the locally. So it is definitely a conversation starter. Um, it is definitely you're representing for the kingdom. Um, and you're also putting your money into good ground, which is kingdom work here. Um, and so I definitely appreciate the support um, when you guys do purchase. And when you do purchase, please post when you have your shirt on so I can repost it. I can thank, thank you so much for your support. Eloise says, "Love it. Thank you, thank you, thank you." Um, how can I get one here in Nicaragua? It should be available. Reach out to me. Your uh, yes, if you go on the on the page on the on the website, let me know if it if it will send it out to you or not. Let me know that. But it should. I hope. Hopefully, it should. Okay. Um, so I know Monica wanted to close in prayer. And yes, we're going to do that because we want to seal seal what has been done here, seal this um, conversation. Um, so Monica, if you want to lead that, you can go ahead.
2: All right. Heavenly Father, Lord God, we thank you, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for this conversation with friends. We thank you, Lord God, that you met us here, Lord God. You were actually here before we even got on tonight. But God, I thank you for every individual, Lord God, who's watching, Lord God, who's going to watch the replay. I thank you for Sam, Lord God. I thank you for her obedience, Father. But God, I thank you, Lord God, for every relationship, every couple, Lord God, every single on here, Lord God. And I just pray, Lord God, that you be the one to be the head of their lives, Father God. Lord God, I thank you, Lord God, that you are doing a new thing in this earth, Lord God. You're doing a new thing and you're showing what it is to be a kingdom citizens. You're showing what it is to have kingdom relationships, Lord God. And Lord God, I thank you, Father God, that you are transforming us, Lord God, from the inside out, Father. I thank you, Lord God, that you're teaching us how to not conform to the patterns of this world, but truly be transformed by the renewing of our minds. Lord God, if there's anybody on here tonight, Lord God, who is struggling, Father God, who's having a hard time, Father God, being able to navigate navigate these waters, Lord God, this lifestyle, Lord God, of just holiness, Lord God, purification, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, that you begin to intervene, Father God, because it is by your spirit, Father God. We know that the flesh, Lord God, is weak, but the spirit, Lord God, is willing. The spirit is able, Lord God. So we just pray, Lord God, that your spirit begins to take over in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God. Every demonic assignment, Lord God, on the minds of your children, Lord God, I come against it in the mighty name of Jesus. I tear down every stronghold In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God, and I even Repent on behalf of my brothers And sisters, Lord God, who are on this Live or who is watching the replay Father, Lord God, if there's anything in their Lives, Lord God, that is not of you, that does Not look like you, Lord God, that does not Please you, Father God, I repent On their behalf in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God, and I ask Lord God that you will receive them, Lord God As they turn to you in every aspect And area of their lives, if there's any Trauma, Lord God, any hurt, any pain Points, Father God, that has been causing the enemy to have a loophole or got a stronghold or a foothold in their lives. Lord God, I pray that with your grace and with your mercy, Lord God, you seal it, Lord God, with the blood of Jesus. And God, I pray that you will begin to just come into their lives like never before. God, I pray that they will never be the same. And God, I pray that before we even go into relationship with man, Lord God, we will understand the importance of having a healthy relationship with you first and foremost. Lord God, I thank you that we even have the ability to be in relationship relationship with you, Lord God, to commune with you, Lord God, to sit with you, Lord God, to study your word, Father God, and I thank you for your spirit that teaches us all things, Lord God. Cover us, keep us, Lord God, cover us in your blood, and Lord God, I just thank you. I thank you for Tyra and Darius. I thank you, Lord God, for Gideon, Lord God, that that Tyra is carrying, Father God. I pray that you will cover their marriage in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray that the enemy, every time he tries to come into their lives, Lord God, I pray that whatever he tries to use, Against them, Lord God. You will use it for their good in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God. And God, mm-hmm. I pray that they will witness to this world, Father God. They will be a light in the midst of the darkness, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. And they will call people out, Lord God, of their misery. They will call people out, Lord God, of this lack of hope, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God. And they will show, Lord God, the world that you still mm-hmm. sit on the throne, that you're still worthy, that you're still mighty in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray, Lord God, for Jasmine and Xavier. God, I pray that you will bless their relationship, Lord God. I pray that you will give them the strength, Lord God, to endure, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Continue to give them that way of escape, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. And I pray that their relationship will be a testimony, Lord God, of your goodness in the mighty mighty name of Jesus, Lord God. God, I thank you for Sam. I thank you for her life. I thank you for her obedience, Lord God. And I pray that your favor begin to fall upon her, Lord God, and your face will shine on her as well in Jesus name everything that she touches is blessed it shall be blessed in the mighty name of Jesus that we pray lord god we thank you amen. Amen. amen 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 amen
0: thank you so much amen yes lord in Jesus name thank you guys so much for tuning in thank you guys again for saying yes and agreeing to sharing and being vulnerable and transparent here on the being one podcast we thank you friends and thank you guys so much so this this ended the season um of reflections of conversation with friends so there won't be no more episodes on saturdays but those of you guys who have been tuning in and joining in and sharing and commenting etc i thank you so much um it just it it kind of gives you momentum to continue to do these things and when you hear that it's been a blessing and certain conversations has blessed people and resonated with people, it makes you feel like, okay, God, I see why I see why, you know? And so thank you guys so much for supporting and being a part and we will come soon. I don't know when, you know, I'm in law school, but you know, when God's hey, lawyer this season, right. Oh, my <laughs> lawyers. Yes. yes. Uh, but always there's the podcast that you guys can listen to but Reflections we don't know but soon sometime it'll be back but thank you guys so much for sticking around this season you guys have a great night thank you thank you thank
3: you my husband wanted to shout out his brand
1: so
3: okay go ahead go ahead
1: (laughs) (laughs) the brand we got uh, on Vision Walk clothing it's a Christian based clothing line just walking in the vision of God for your life Pretty yes. um, really much basis of the um, line right now It's coming out in November so hopefully um, I have some more people looking on the website soon but I want to thank Samantha for allowing us to get on tonight and most importantly to blessing you all these beautiful words um, just to encourage you just to continue to see God through your relationship I know everyone here is um, in the relationship right now if you if you are just continue to see God, that's the biggest thing. Be the leader of our faith, and you take us to where we. So, that's one Amen. thing. to thank Monica as well. to preach. I appreciate her words for sure. I'm gonna have you come to the church one time.
3: <laughs> yes,
0: you're gonna have to come down from yes. Miami,
3: girl. For sure. Y'all come here
2: too. Come on. Come on. <laughs> In a
0: spirit. Eric Eric asks, what's the link? Um. Um. Darius
1: at the social. So on Instagram is at Vision Walk Clothing. On Instagram at Vision Walk Clothing, and also on Facebook at Vision Walk Clothing. Okay. Okay. Samantha so put it in the chat. Oh, yes! Love it! Love it! Love it! Okay,
0: we're good. Okay, I added it. It's at Vision Walk Clothing. All right, he said that. Great. Yeah, thank you guys so much again. Um, you guys have a great night.
1: see you